0: Hi, my name is Sean Linden. I'm the writer and director of uh, Hunter Hunter, and you are listening to the Horror Squad Podcast.
1: Hello, welcome back to the Horror Squad Podcast, episode number 165. Tonight, we're talking about season one of The Exorcist, which came out in 2016 on Fox. Um, One of your co-hosts, we got Todd, uh, Steve, Sam, and Joe are all here as well. Lady and gentlemen, how are you guys? So good. Hi, gentlemen. So So good. Yeah.
2: So good, Steve. Okay. Well, can we... Okay, so I feel like we need to um, post our high school photos in the Discord because Steve were you in high school in that photo no that no I, with I, us? I, I was in college. college
0: yeah yeah that was late college i think
2: okay guys so i my assumptions were right steve was totally a ladies man like this photo that he shared with us i was like who the hell steve's is hot. that guy i was like dang steve
1: steve's a man like babe a
2: woman-izer. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i'm gonna
1: go back in time and flirt with steve
0: god you, you should see my high school ones they're uh yeah, it's I was a different person. That's for damn sure back you then. You were
2: so different. I was like, who is this guy?
0: Yeah, it's a it's, it was definitely a time. I actually have an album of me just passed out at different parties. Jeez.
2: <laughs> oh my god, I up. love it so much.
0: Yeah,
1: did you or did you not have a puka shell necklace? Ooh. No,
0: no, I was never that that oh. guy. No,
3: that's
1: uh... <laughs> what about what about bleached tips or M M&M and M bleached?
0: Uh, fully yeah 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent in you the early some,
2: 2000s <laughs> you look like um you reminded me of a album cover of NSYNC like it was their German their like Germany album before they became really popular in the states um because Steve was wearing like this tight ass fucking black like shirt made out of like spandex and it was like cut right at the like where like your, what is this muscle called?
3: Your your bicep? Your
2: <laughs> bicep. It like bicep. cut off right mid-bicep. It had a little bit of a crew neck, like yeah. like a little mock neck. You know what I mean? Um, it was like tucked into his jeans. Like, I'm just getting hot and bothered just thinking about it. I told Joe, I was like, who is that? I was like, that is not Steve. I mean, clearly, I can tell it's you. But I'm just like, that Steve, would he be our friend?
0: uh yeah because i was like us or would he make fun of us no i was the party guy right like i just loved going out to different places and meeting a ton of people i had so many friends like at that time it was it was like hard to keep up it was just i was always i went clubbing every thursday friday saturday for like two (laughs) years straight um yeah it was it was a totally different time for sure
2: wow
1: now he's wearing a don the dead shirt on a podcast (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
0: uh, how uh, times have
1: changed would your uh would that steve like current steve
0: um yeah because i was always that geeky uh you know guy inside like i always loved movies and horror and that kind of stuff so yeah i i think uh that steve would like this steve dude <laughs> i don't think i don't think this steve would like that steve though that's the difference uh, oh. he, he was a little too much Yeah. You know? Yeah, what, what what were you guys like in high school? Like, and we should post a picture of what we all looked in high school. I think it's be interesting.
4: Um, I was like, I had freshman year of high school. I had blue hair. I had my hair dyed blue, so Ooh. I was like, yeah, yeah, a little was, edgy. Yeah, yeah, I was like into that the new metal scene with like corn and you know, so like new metal slash goth style. I guess I wore black every day. And then I started spiking my hair, like full spikes, like all around my entire head. Like, so I do have some pictures of that. I'll have to find them. But I posted a picture of me like in high school at my very first con on the Discord when I met Sid Haig. So that's like, that was a little more, that was a little post new metal phase, Joe, though. So I'll have to find some uh, pictures with me with the blue hair and stuff and the spiky hair.
2: Maybe not high school, but since that was, like, a college photo of Steve, like, when he went out, like, I want to see a photo of each of you, like, mid-prime of going out. Ooh, okay. I have a few I can share with you guys.
4: I, I was I was never nearly as stylish as Steve was, that's for sure. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, same here.
0: <laughs> I have a picture of high school Steve. I don't know if you guys can see it. Uh, oh, look I at that, that. slob fucker, dude. Yeah. Yay.
2: yeah, yeah. So the,
0: I like but how that, you're posing, too. That was, that was high school, Steve.
4: <laughs> Post that oh on the my Discord God. for sure. Yeah.
2: I feel like, so your friends, I feel like their moms wanted to get with you. What? Am I wrong?
0: Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I get, no, I don't think so.
4: Wow. It's like an American pie like Stifler's mom.
3: Yeah, that's what right. I'm thinking.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, good times. Well,
4: Well, this is a good advertisement for the Discord. I mean, if you don't want to get on the Discord to see all this great stuff now, I don't, you're never going to want to be on.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: All right. You guys want to get some questions? Actually, get to some more. Let's do it. Uh, you can ask us those questions on social media at the horror squad podcast or you can hit us up on our discord which we talked about quite a bit already um so just ask any of us for the link or the official page and we'll send it to you the reason we can't just put it out there is the link's only last 24 hours so it's kind of a pain in the ass but yeah
4: what's up up with that why does discord do that is that like a so you're like part of the club or something like that
0: yeah i think it's because a lot of people use discord as like their private like family group or whatever so if the link got posted and you know anyone can come in at any time and they'd have to change the group or whatever it's yeah i think that's why they do it so all right all right um let's begin the questions here we got quite a few this week so the first ones uh come for us from mandy she says hey squad what are your thoughts on demonic possessions real or not
4: That's a tough one. That is definitely a tough one. Um god I mean I'm gonna say probably not just because I've never seen anything like super like evident in uh as far as evidence goes like and you could say the same thing obviously about paranormal and ghosts and I I definitely believe in paranormal and ghosts a lot more than I do demonic possession. Um, I think demonic possession is usually probably people who are being misdiagnosed with like a you know who probably have a mental illness which I you hear that a lot like when you're watching movies and stuff like that but I lean more towards probably something like that than I do actual demonic possession
1: yeah you know I concur with that I mean part of me is like if I believe in ghosts you kind of have to believe in that too because it's like can you pick and choose you know but yeah I think at the end of the day a lot of people it's a you know a handicap plus you know I was thinking like regardless of what you believe religion wise if someone said like oh i'm talking to jesus you'd be like mm, kind of a mental problem so like it probably evolves with society right if you believe in that stuff like superstitions and things like that so but i'm gonna say yes i do believe in it, In case a demon wants to show me who's boss so yeah i do believe in it for the record
2: i agree with todd like i feel like since i believe in ghost i can't turn away from the possibility that you can be possessed by a demon. Um, demon don't come possess me either
3: oh we're good
1: we believe they're going after joe (laughs)
3: when
4: when i posted my ex's tattoo and like a lot of the like car groups and tattoo groups and stuff they were like you're bringing you're like putting bad energy out like into your body like you're gonna get you're gonna get possessed by a demon that's dumb
1: (laughs) that's like people that say like you read stephen king you're a Satan worshiper like right
0: (laughs) yeah um You know, I I tend to believe in ghosts more than I do uh, demonic possession. Uh, Ghosts seem to transcend religion and like beliefs. It seems that ghosts are in pretty much all of people's you know cultures and stuff like that. Whereas demonic possession seem to be pretty heavily on the Christian side. Uh, Now I'm not saying there aren't in other religions and other folklore, but it seems to be more prevalent on a certain like spot like part part of the culture so that's why I I'm, I'm t- I tend to believe maybe it's not a real thing I do believe it has more to do with mental illness and I'll give you guys an example of it uh, so my mom uh, was a nurse and when she first started her career she was in the psychiatric unit at uh, the general hospital in the city she worked at and there was this girl that uh, they had a call saying uh there, there's someone in a tree and she won't get out. And we, she's like yelling all kinds of weird languages to people. So she needs to be picked up. So the paramedics went with the cops and the fire department to go pick her up. And she was apparently, according to all three de- departments, in the tree, covered in spiders with a tongue that would go out like Gene Simmons, you know, like almost uh, double the length of a normal tongue. And she was just like completely just saying all sorts of super weird shit um they brought her into the facility where my mom worked at and she, she saw she said she saw her do some really like unnatural things of uh, contorting in weird ways and stuff like that now she doesn't believe it's possession she still believes it's mental illness but i can see how some people can twist that and think that it's demonic in nature but I, I tend to believe science more on this on this particular issue, but I'm open that it could happen, even though I don't mm-hmm. necessarily believe in it. All right, so next question from Mandy. Now that Steve completed his two longstanding requests, what will he push <laughs> for next? For the others, what are some films you would like to review down the line that you have in mind? What do you guys got that you'd like to review? Uh,
4: I don't know. Like, I was just thinking the other day because my birthday episode's coming up and I'm like, what do I want to cover And I still don't know. Like I, there's nothing that's like jumping out at me right now. Cause like we, I would have picked Blair Witch too, but we already covered that obviously on uh, episode 100. um, Because that's one like I was really excited to cover. Um, So I don't know. I should do the
1: Blair Witch remake. For you? Yeah. Yeah, Where are we
0: going to do that for episode 200? Yeah, yeah. maybe.
4: I, I yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's just like too obvious. So I'm trying. I'm trying to do something a little more different i don't know what i have one hour it's not that deep joe one hour photo keeps jumping into my head so because i think that would be an interesting one to review um but i I just
2: want to see
1: that one guy's wiener (laughs) (laughs) i I was talking to them in the chat and i want to do some books you know like expand our horizons a little bit Mm -hmm. um so that's gonna be one of my that's gonna be my birthday choice as a book so stay tuned
4: now i gotta read guys
1: i can help you with it if you need me (laughs) No audiobooks. yeah, that's cheating.
4: I don't know. I was looking at uh, the audiobook last night to see how much it costs.
0: <laughs> what about you, Sam? Got anything in mind?
2: Um, I would like to review like a crime case, a murder case.
0: Cool, like like um, documentary type.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Staircase yeah, would have like been a good. Yeah, it doesn't
2: necessarily one. need to be like a documentary. Maybe like. Um, I mean I guess that might be the easiest or like if I could find like a really interesting case and then we can all look into it and then kind of um, like like break it down in parts yeah
0: yeah that'd be really cool too Lizzie
4: Borden would be a good case to to delve into because there's Mm -hmm. so much like controversy around it
1: the the Zodiac Ted Cruz yeah Zodiac (laughs) too yeah Zodiac (laughs) would be a great one I think the staircase would have been perfect, but we, I mean, we've talked about yeah. it enough, but mm-hmm. that guy's guilty as fuck. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as what I'm going to push for next, I mean, there's nothing that, that was really the two. Uh, the exorcist is just because when they first started the podcast has three guys at horror. I, uh, I told them to watch it and I just kept telling them, oh, you should really check this out. You should really check this out. I couldn't say why, um, which we'll find out finally tonight. Why? But um they just didn't. And I kept pushing, kept pushing. Then I got put on the podcast. so I kept pushing you <laughs> And finally, we're doing it today. So there's nothing else like that. Like, there'll never be something like that again, I don't think. I do have three films in mind for, like, a birthday episode. But I'll keep those uh, to myself until uh, September when we do that. So, yeah. All right. So the next question Come, is still from mandy one last one what other horror tv show would you consider doing a full season review for Ooh, good question i wouldn't i you know, go ahead sam
2: i was just gonna say this would be like a fun one but i wouldn't expect um the guys to do it with me but um scream queens so fun especially season one
3: hmm.
4: i wouldn't mind doing scream because there's only like three seasons, I think. So that you didn't even be... like it. Uh, well, I did only watched that last season with you, and we Fake didn't even finish it. But
2: <laughs> uh, I finished it.
4: And I heard you know, actually. I wouldn't mind doing like the new season of Creep Show when that comes out, because that's going to be coming out soon. So like that would be kind of cool. Because and since it's an anthology, it would be kind of fun to like break down the entire season with all the different stories.
1: I can't think of any horror shows to be honest with you. Come on, Todd. Come oh, yeah, on,
2: Todd. You said you <laughs> wanted to do Walking Dead. And I was like, Yeah, Did
4: let's I? do it. Sam, maybe I'll maybe I should make we should do uh Are You Afraid of the Dark for my since it's only like four or five episodes, we could cover the <gasps> the whole the yeah. whole season.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I would like to also do Black Mirror if it ever comes ah, back. Yeah. But, uh my my audition episode we reviewed the last season of Black Mirror. It wasn't even it was just like Striking Vipers. Some, right. The striking Vipers <laughs> episode.
1: A Street Fighter. <laughs>
0: um, I they there are only out with three, three episodes. episodes. Didn't they come out with a new season or no? No, that three episode thing was the last time that we saw Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. There was okay. that one like um, episode where you could choose your own
1: adventure kind of thing that what, they did. Uh, what was the one with John Hamm? Didn't he just? I thought he did one.
0: That
4: was
1: before. That was oh, prior. Really? I guess I've seen that one though.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm
0: um yeah and i think creep show would also be a great one um i think we would probably do stranger things season four when that comes out uh stranger things season three was a super fun episode Mm -hmm. um yeah so there's nothing but as far as like going back to one there's nothing i can think of
1: that (laughs) i was getting possessed over there
0: (laughs) (laughs) there's nothing that's worth like really (laughs) doing i think in my opinion anyway Sam
4: prank me came and started turning the lights on and off. I'm like, what the fuck is going on
0: out here? <laughs> Damn I heard you were
3: talking shit.
4: <laughs> we did. We we covered the uh Christmas special of Creep Show, right? Didn't we? Like we did. not like not like a full review. Uh, as a what watch, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Uh next question comes to us from Kayla. She says, Are there any other horror TV shows you recommend?
3: X-Files, like not, man. X Files. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah,
1: love it.
2: I yeah. just told Joe, I was like, we need to watch X Files. I fucking love that It's show. good,
1: man. It is yeah. so
2: good. Yeah, it's I'd scary. love to revisit it. Yeah,
1: yeah there's just one episode that I watched, not recently, but I guess the most recent. But um it was about a guy that would like fumigate houses and would like knock out the women. And he was like, um uh, freak is the wrong term. I don't want to use that term, but you know, deformed, things like that. But they called him a freak in the show. And he would go in there and rape them to Barbara Streisand music. It was super disturbing. Like a super silly like concept, but it was like, they would show him dancing the Barbara Streisand going up to the rooms to rape the women. I was like, damn, it's like some of those episodes like Brothers and stuff like that are super dark.
4: Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Yeah. And then like, obviously like you get like super classics like Twilight Zone and Tales from the Crypt and stuff like that. I'm, I'm trying to think of something maybe a little more under the radar, but there's not like a lot of great like are shows out there most of them honestly are the anthology ones like creep show and
0: whatnot yeah yeah it's unfortunate that uh there aren't shows like the exorcist and i mean this show didn't do well so right <laughs> it's not really pushing people to want to do more but uh yeah i i anyway we'll talk about it later but i i thought this was a great format and i would like to see something like it for maybe another horror franchise but
4: yeah, I, I heard Hannibal was really good, but I never watched yeah, it. Yeah,
0: and, and so was um, Dexter, Bates Motel. I forgot about Dexter.
4: Right. Sam was a big fan of Bates Motel.
2: Oh, my God. I love Bates Motel. So good. i definitely rewatch it.
0: And maybe we could do Dexter's final season. as a, yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be good. That's When's coming, that coming out, out at the end of the year, I think. So, Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah.
4: I'll All have right. to go back and watch the rest of the, for the series because yeah. i never i never finished I, I only watched like the first couple seasons and then i jumped off but mm. i, I would definitely some... jump back in because i heard it's great i, I just the main the main reason i don't want to go back is because everyone tells me how bad the last season
1: is
0: oh so. my god it's <laughs> yeah the worst worst last episode in tv history i think
1: wow yeah same like game of thrones steve
0: oh it's it's yeah it's worse than game of thrones <laughs> yeah for sure um all right next question comes to us from chuck he says, "What was everyone's favorite Goosebumps book?"
4: Oh, Goosebumps great TV series too. Even though children's based, obviously more, but Are You Afraid of the Dark as well. Uh, as far as book, I, I guess I'll just go classic and The Haunted Mask. Uh, you know, I love that story.
1: Piano lessons can be murder. Ooh, No, uh, Monster Blood's my favorite one though. I read that one recently actually. Monster
2: Blood, Night of the Living Dummy for me.
1: Yeah.
4: One Day at Horland's a good one too.
0: Yeah. One Day at Horland. B- me, it was between One Day at Harland and Say Cheese and Die, which I also really liked. So, those would probably be my two picks for that. Um, all right. His next question For each co host, create their perfect horror movie. Oh.
4: So, for Todd, it would be, I would say, like 80 slasher style for sure. Um, I get- uh for steve uh definitely a go a good solid ghost story uh i'll say set in 70s or e- maybe even current times but definitely like a solid ghost story and for sam i'm gonna go with a psychological thriller
1: with a hot, it's got to be a hot guy playing the lead character. Yeah, of, of
4: course, yeah. yeah. which Shia, Shia LaBeouf in the lead.
1: I, I'm no, I
2: can't, I'm not supporting Shia. Oh, okay, right he's now, been so. canceled.
1: Okay, with John Krasinski in the lead. No, I'm thinking she likes the uh, Hispanic guy from The Exorcist. Oh, Tomas. 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 <laughs> Tomas. All
4: right.
2: Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty, he's pretty nice to look at. He
4: does have a way with the ladies,
1: apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's that, that forbidden fruit, which we'll, I guess, we'll talk about later. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? I think, think that's fun? good.
0: Yeah. yeah. What would you give Joe? So you think slow burn,
1: mm. lots it's of got goats. Slow burn.
2: <laughs> Witches. <laughs> some- <laughs>
1: Witches. Witches. Yeah, maybe um, set in the woods for sure. Maybe so like the girl the that's
2: having some mental problems.
1: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right.
4: I, so- I, I actually just, just, I just want to be ninety minutes of just goats just making noises in the woods just walking around
0: <laughs> god you should play the game goat simulator you'd be heaven. <laughs> uh, all right and his uh last question he says in opposition create the worst possible movie for them oh uh ooh,
4: that's good that's that's a good one that's tougher though for sure um todd i'm gonna say something like super artsy fartsy that just like you just you can just smell the
1: like the bliss yeah yeah Some,
4: which i loved um but yeah definitely something like that for todd uh for steve i don't know steve's like pretty
1: i got steve's
4: okay i want to hear steve's because i don't see a little tougher because he's kind of he he like, likes be... everything
1: no, no no he's not gonna like this okay this could mm-hmm. be a ghost movie but they don't have a budget for CGI, which they use too much. <laughs> yes. and, yeah. However, and the main no. characters are child actors that are not good.
0: Oh. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah and, and the the fucking crew or equipment is visible <laughs> in a few of the scenes. Yeah, boom no, like mics man. and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can spot a fucking if a boom mic goes a millimeter into the screen, I will spot it every time, and I will. Steve, I love looking for time.
2: boom mics.
0: Oh, it's the worst. It, I can uh, find
2: them a lot in TV shows.
0: Yeah, every <laughs> time. There's a reflection on screen. I always check to see if we see the crew every time, <laughs> and it, it just kills me when you could see the fucking boom operator or some guy in fucking
1: jeans and a t-shirt and... with the jeans guy. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it's yeah, awful. And didn't, then, uh, oh, didn't, um, Lord of the Rings have like a, a, a star and a Starbucks cup. Yeah, in, like the
4: final oh yeah, season? that was Game That's of Thrones. So yeah,
2: crazy. Uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah. They <laughs> fucked up a couple times. For for Sam, definitely, um, it would be like a super sleazy dude who's like all greasy, who like is just really super over sexualized. Has to, like, she
1: seen Greasy Strangler?
4: Stocks-
0: that's yeah, she my jam.
1: Okay, then yeah, yeah she's, gonna, she's not gonna. Yeah, that's,
2: that's I know. Awesome. That's what I was
0: thinking. Like, like the, no, the, the it, Undertaker si- type but, of uh, movie with uh, but, with Joseph Spicello
3: or whatever. Oh, uh, we
4: I haven't seen that one, but I, oh. not like, but not comedy because she would be okay with that. But like, like a in like a serious tone way where mm-hmm. he's just like. Super sleazy and just kind of like
2: Degrading. scratches his, scratches his
4: balls and
0: Undertaker then L- like Beanie or, or Undertaker yeah
4: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: <laughs> yeah no and uh, for Joe hmm, what what would Joe really fucking hate uh, an anthology movie with super artsy like randomness and really like bad acting and cheesy dialogue like basically double x (laughs) xx yeah yeah yeah
4: all right i'll allow it (laughs) yeah
0: you guys got any other ideas for joe's worst movie
2: i feel like any well i was gonna say anything like teen related but he likes scream so
4: yeah i'm kind of all over the map like i'm but there are certain things i really despise
2: joe won't like so that's not true at all if it's not quirky and not different, Joe's not gonna like it.
4: I hate I hate quirky sometimes.
0: Yeah, depends on the context. Yeah. Um, all right. I'll, uh, these questions come from horror fan Ryan. What other horror movie that has not already had a series made about it would you like to see? For me, it would be In the Mouth of Madness.
4: Ooh, that'd be interesting. That movie's that was a great movie. I just watched that one like recently within the last couple. Never of years. seen
2: it. It's What's very it good.
4: Um, it's about this guy. He's like a writer, and he goes to like a town where it's his stories have come to life, if I remember. It's been like two years since I've seen it, but I believe that's what it's about. It's very good. John Carpenter. Um, but yeah, fantastic movie. And I lost my train of thought. What was the question? Uh
2: <laughs> movie into a show.
4: Oh. Right. Um, oh, that's a Blair Witch.
1: <laughs> i like to see It, man. Oh, yeah. That'd be like 10, 10 episodes season. That'd be dope.
4: I think that'd be cool, too. Yeah. Man.
1: Maybe like um, each season is like a different every, you know, 27 years. It's a different cast. That'd be cool. Switch it up a little bit. I'd be,
4: yeah, that'd be, that would be fun. I mean, I, I don't think you could go wrong with like a Friday the 13th anthol- or like Nightmare on Elm Street type of like anthology I, series, I, I, which yeah. they did. but They did, exactly. They didn't do it well.
3: <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, see, uh, there was a good answer in our Discord from, I think it was Weezerface that uh, Trick or Treat would be really cool, uh, kind of different rules of Halloween for an anthology show. But anthologies, mm-hmm. I think, are kind of a cheap answer because it's like, not not that her answer was cheap because it's a great idea, but uh, it's, it's easy to do anthologies, whereas a series about one thing, uh, I think, would be tougher. For me, it would probably be the thing. I think having, being like in that secluded base uh, in Antarctica would just, could be a really cool setting as a mystery you know evolves over 10 episodes which i think is a sweet spot for a tv show if you ask me
3: hmm. yeah
4: i think like a like a horror comedy show would be like really good too like i mean ash first evil dead worked for a little bit like the first season was really good then it started to sputter but or maybe even something like uh, Killer Clowns. I know Sam would definitely be down for that. But like a Killer Clowns TV show could be like really. I,
0: I fun. think it would be too much. You know, I think yeah. what makes the Killer Clowns work is that it's an hour and a half, and that's it. I think mm. if you see them too much, it kind of kills their appeal a little bit, in my opinion.
2: Well, yeah. you don't see that. You won't see them very often in my TV show, Steve. Oh, <laughs> just
0: once in a while.
4: Oh, what about Pet Cemetery? Could be a good,
0: like keep resurrecting you. <laughs>
4: Like for a season, you could like slowly build, like you know what I mean. Like. That what about be... Candy
2: Man? That would be a good one. No. Yeah. Yep. I mean,
4: if with the right writing, like any, you can make anything like for sure a, into a good season and at least one good season of television.
0: All right. What subgenre of horror are you not a big fan of? I just cannot get into giallos. I've seen a couple oh, decent ones. No. For the most part, I'm just not a fan.
1: <laughs> no. Who said that? Kayla, uh, no, that's that's uh, horror fan Ryan. Horror fan Ryan, man, you gotta give torso a chance.
2: Get into what? Torso. What's the word he said though? Giallo. it's
1: uh, Italian. Italian, Yeah.
4: Oh, okay. Italian, like murder mystery based. I'm kind, I'm kind of with them, but I think that's mainly because I haven't seen many good ones. Like I know, like a lot of people like Deep Red, which um, Mm. we watch, and I was not a big fan of that one at
1: all. Vergento, right?
4: yeah and then we did do we did do pieces which i enjoyed would you consider pieces that's giallo right uh i think spanish
1: but it's it's basically the same same thing
4: same idea right um so i guess i'll have to check out what's what you say torso
1: torso is good stage fright is my favorite one that's i
4: haven't seen that one either what i've never seen stage fright is that that with meatloaf right (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, that, right. that, that's the remake that is like a. Okay. Uh, okay. Don't, don't watch. Stage fright's like <laughs> nineteen, probably eighty-seven-ish range. Um, yeah, torso is really good. So stage fright. Um. Uh, Blade in the dark. I just talked about a couple weeks ago. There's some good ones, man.
4: All right, off the off the. Get more, refine my palette a little more on uh, giallos for sure. Uh, and then uh, James Wan is actually making a giallo movie that's supposed to be coming out, I think, this year or early next year.
0: Or so, Ryan. Let me know. So what are your answers uh, for a subgenre of horror you
1: don't particularly enjoy? Artsy ones. Like Artsy Bliss. Artsy. Um, what was that other one where? Kluso. <laughs> Nah, well, that's just trash. High art. <laughs> yeah, gosh. No, the the one where the girl they have like a threesome in one oh, scene. Oh, climax! Fucking climax! Great yeah. movie. No, <laughs> those those types.
4: Yeah. Um, you like some artsy movies though, Todd?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, I think there's a fine line. Like, I would consider Witch kind of artsy in a way. Yeah. But I, I think just the w- thing is when they're like trying. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah. I watched one today that got was, like, I was having a really good time with it. And then at, like, the last 20 minutes, they turned it into, like, this, like, super, like, I wouldn't call it artsy, but they, like, went the route of just, like, trying to make it, like, a really smart artsy style thing and it's just was not something I enjoyed I'll, I'll mention I'll talk about on what watch next week or whatever but um I don't know I really can't think I, I enjoy like most genres of horror like I can always find at least something good like in every subgenre. but um I, I'll go with him on Giallo just because like there's not a lot that I've seen um in wrong. That particular subgenre. well yeah I mean I, I, I'll have to watch some more and I'll, I'll get back to you
1: oh uh, amsterdam is a good one it's not from a from italy it's from amsterdam but that's like all along the same line that's a good one but you also have to enjoy like police procedurals because they every one has like a cop that's like looking for the killer so you kind of have to enjoy that aspect if you don't then that's kind of big turn off
4: hmm. you know i've noticed too the older i've gotten the less i've liked i've started like slasher movies like obviously i like like a lot of them like in the classics and stuff like that but like as far as when new ones come out and stuff I just like there's nothing new to them anymore you know it's like all just been done before um so yeah
2: that's how I feel about um ghost movies I think I feel like that might be my least favorite subgenre genre or maybe possession I think I don't know I always change
4: you're breaking Steve's heart here
0: no, but I get it because <laughs> they, they don't they don't do them well often, and that's the problem. Yeah,
2: that's like that when is when they're the good, problem. they're
0: great, but when yeah. they be- but most of them are not, and that's it sucks. It's, it's like the
2: same old same, like just a just like a couple in a house, and then the effects aren't that great, the story's not that great, and it's just so boring.
0: Yeah, no, I actually agree with her. Um, my but mine, even though there are some exceptions, uh, I don't like home invasion movies. They just don't do it for me. I don't care. You know, it's just.
2: You're breaking know. my heart now. Like
0: I, I like the strangers, uh pray at night. I, you know, there's a few of them that I like, but uh, it's just not scary to me. It's just, I don't know. You know, it's uh, just never really did it for me.
4: I'm kind of surprised none you guys said uh, found footage because I know that seems to be like the one. I, I, I like sub-genre... found
3: footage.
4: Cool, I, d- yeah. I do too. Yeah, I do too. But like that seems to be the one subgenre people are the toughest on in horror.
2: Well, I guess you don't know us very well, Joe.
1: <laughs> I think uh, one is probably rape revenge. Yeah, yeah. One, in one hand, like it's always very satisfying to see the victim turn, you know, inevitably turn the tables and kill all the dudes or whatever. But then, like. It seems that some movies like try so hard to make that scene really hard to watch. And it's just like, yeah. Like it, we it, get it. it. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't, I don't, I don't take any pleasure in watching pain for pain's sake. You know what I mean? So that right. can get old.
2: Yeah. So I always like, wonder that, like how men feel um, watching those kinds of scenes.
1: I think, I think normal ones. Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah. No, definitely um torture porn is like another subgenre a lot of people aren't big on as well i mean i don't know like they, they can be good at times but at other times they they're just there like for the sake of just trying to shock people rather than making a good movie so
3: yeah
0: no for sure um all right and i believe that was it for the regular questions and we did get a bunch of most likely twos. um So I'm going to go through those. So the first one, uh, the first series anyway, comes to us from Mandy. She says, most likely to sell off their entire collection and live a simple life
1: without any collectibles.
4: Sam.
2: I think so.
1: Yeah. Uh, Get one of those small houses that are 200 foot.
2: I always tell Joe, I'm like, think of how well we could live, like, in a little small house and we can just go travel.
1: Please don't talk to my wife then, because... She's Is that what she time. wants to
2: do? Do I need to go take a vacation with her in a small house?
0: Can I watch? B- b- bring mine too, please, because uh, I, I get the same speech from mine.
1: You know, yeah, the women can go. <laughs> we'll let Joe get an Xbox and then we'll be good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So we're all going to read Sam on this one.
0: Uh, okay. Most likely to uh, be the first to jump on a plane and drive or drive out to help another squad member in need
1: like if he's dying like a horror thing or like he she, needs she, money. she doesn't specify no.
3: i'm
4: gonna say I'm i'll okay. go with steve yeah steve the friendly canadian
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> I, I would so but I'm, I'm sure all of you would so it's not really i guess that's true Joe steve was gonna
1: take me and my family political <laughs> asylum at one point so i was that's true <laughs> that's a true story <laughs> yeah uh all
0: right uh the next one most likely to uh, be the most approachable if running into them at a con or in the wild
4: i'd say myself probably i think everyone too but i'm gonna say me (laughs)
1: yeah i'd agree with that
0: yeah uh although i gotta say uh i i have seen people approach sam in the wild
3: yeah Uh, and (laughs) she
0: she she was lovely to them so i'm gonna say sam because it's the only one i have proof of that is true. <laughs> it's, it's like walking with a celebrity when you walk down to Salem with her. Um, That's sweet, Steve. And her her last one was most uh, she's the same question, but least approachable.
4: Oh. I don't least? everyone's everyone's pretty friendly here, but I, I guess I'd go Todd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would only
2: go be, I would only go Todd because he's not like as available as like Steve or Joe is.
1: Yeah um yeah uh, yeah. people people think i'm people always automatically think i'm mad so like (laughs) a a resting bitch face i guess
2: me too todd and you're
0: also probably the biggest i think you're the tallest so the most intimidating that's what i
2: was thinking is because you're the tallest
1: um plus i'm not like as social as you guys are either so like i like i like to observe more than like participate you know so that's probably why
0: uh, but I think would be totally approachable anyway. Just it's just a more of a perception. Um all right. The next one's from Horror Fan Ryan. He says most likely to be possessed by a demon.
1: Joe, because he's <laughs> talking shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> all right.
0: Yeah, I think Todd, you you're the one who keeps having ghosts no. at your house and <laughs>
1: like... actually I, I, I was gonna chat you guys privately, but since oh. we talked about a ghost, we had a freaking ghost show. And my daughter said that she talks to a ghost in her room. Oh. And I'm like, well, if it's a family member, if it's not being mean, it's probably a uh, family member. So I can go ahead and say nice things to it. But then again, she's 11 and she's probably lying. So.
4: Uh. <laughs> you never know. She could have, the, she could have the gift. K- <laughs> yeah. kids are very sensitive from what my mom always told me. Like they're way more sensitive than adults are to stuff like that.
1: So yeah. Well, did I, she I, say
2: what the ghost yeah. said?
1: No, or like well, if
2: it's a guy or a girl where did guess where has talk, she seen it at
1: i guess talking to is a wrong phrase but she said like if there's something here move something and then her phone fell on the ground stuff like that yeah so could be bullshit. come like did you see the phone float and she's like no it just fell i'm like all right but she also like goes in my basement and looks at reagan and like it's scared and stuff so you know like oh, they put stuff oh. in their mind hey fun fact she has we have two friends on the street both are named reagan wow I'm like, oh. that's,
4: that's such like an w- interesting name too you don't it hear is. that too often so yeah wow. Well, well don't let them play ouija board together
1: <laughs> no that's spanned that will never happen yeah.
2: <laughs> when she starts going to summer parties it's gonna happen todd
1: dare to do that and their version of the Ouija board now is watching YouTube videos of like <laughs> top ten scariest ghosts of all. Like oh stuff like my that. god!
2: I would have loved that if I was like that age.
1: Yeah, like Suicide Forest has been Googled because they don't know how to delete their Google history. Um, <laughs> like ghost stuff, the the one Asian lady you guys talked about a couple weeks ago. Mm, yeah. Um. Yeah, that's their that's like their modern day Ouija board is like looking at that shit and then scaring themselves over it.
2: Wow, I love that for them, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah so you see in our day because it, like it was pre-internet that that was like just your friends coming over and like telling stories of things they've heard from their distant cousin yeah. there's their always like a friend right it was, like yeah. a,
1: it was like a the neighbor that was only there like once a month because he lived with dad and he's coming to visit <laughs> right. and then, like that guy's like I read a book and then I saw <laughs> right. the wind and like what yeah yeah good times though, yeah, not me, definitely Joe. Let's get off that
3: all right,
0: okay. all right, uh, next one comes to us from Chuck He says most so uh we answered this one on the uh, discord, but not everyone's in the discord, but this just proves the type of conversation we have there. uh, most likely to enjoy the special the box, not the movie Joe, Joe, man, yeah, we all agree Joe right away. <laughs> He's That's, the freaky one, I think him in, That's him fine. His
1: buddies. Him and his fine. boston buddies
4: <laughs> yeah okay let's go get the box
1: after the socks after we watch the socks <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it's funny how we all like immediately determined that uh but we had a fun fun discussion about it in the, in the discord so more reasons to join i wonder um, if
1: the special would feel oh. good with a condom on still what do you think i mean
3: probably For sure
1: not. i mean Regular sex still, I mean, it does feel as good, but it still feels good. I, I so would say no. Yeah, I, I would, would say
2: it no. probably feels better. I think.
1: Huh. Oh. I, I, I
2: disagree. So special. <laughs> no, just like how when he like didn't he enjoy well, didn't his wife enjoy sex with him like because he used some of the special? It was yeah. like more yeah. like
0: lube, right? And, and and that's my proof is that I think it's the the goo substance that. Like performs the special. So if you have a condom on, you're not getting the goo on you. So you're yeah. not getting the, the oh. effect of the special. Yeah, I agree.
2: Oh, you've thought about this. <laughs> I'm switching Good my point. answer to Steve. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, Steve's,
4: Steve's got his own right now in the background.
0: Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> That's why you only see me from like tits up. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> just sitting on his lap. Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right. So the next series comes to us from M. Who's the one who uh, started this whole uh, uh, train here? So she says, uh, most likely to have a horror slash spooky themed wedding.
1: Sam. Sam for sure. Yeah. Yep. More more like ho- yeah Halloween themed. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely.
0: All right. Uh, so most likely to get drunk before recording a podcast. Me.
3: <laughs> yes. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll maybe we'll do a special episode that's just released for certain people. We will get like a drunk episode going or something.
2: I would love that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> sure. or like a you know, we'll, we'll work out the details.
0: Yeah, we gotta do it that's on fun. a night where Joe's not working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, help.
2: Do it on a night that we don't have Joe. Help. <laughs> so help I don't have me. to deal with Joe.
4: Help me. Oh, that's the box. That's Steve's box. Sorry. <laughs> It talks now. Yeah. Why is it saying <laughs> you help me? <laughs> like...
1: so much jizz. Please explain.
4: <laughs>
1: Actually in two in,
4: in in two weeks I have um I'm gonna be working uh for the daytime for that whole week. So we could oh. record that. We could record that week and have some drinks.
0: Okay. Very cool. Uh, all right. Her next one is most likely to move into a house that you know is haunted.
3: Oh. Steve. Steve.
0: Yeah, it doesn't phase me what whatsoever. In fact, to me that'd be like a discount. So Steve welcomes it. Yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be a good time. Um, And I guess this would be on the same lines. uh, Most likely to play with a Ouija board. Um, Sam,
2: not me. I'll never (laughs) play with the Ouija board. I know. Again. Again.
1: (laughs) Again. Yeah. (laughs) This week. Uh, Steve, I'm going Steve on this one because it is modern. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I've tried. Multiple times it did not yield much uh, result, so um, mm-hmm. uh, all right. And our last series here so, uh, these are from Weezer Face most likely to try punching a monster in the face. Oh, I'm Todd, um, I'll punch <laughs> monsters,
3: yeah, for sure. That's-
0: um, all right, most likely to survive the zombie apocalypse. Todd, I'm, I'm also
1: going to add on this one. Thank you. It's quite the compliment, um, I'm going, I'm going don't you think?
4: Tom yeah. well, was, was a Marine so.
1: Oh, I wasn't a Marine, uh-huh. I was in the Army Oh, Joe. Army, sorry. On, okay, Joe. sorry Have some on, fucking man.
2: respect, man that's
1: infantry, okay. dude
4: Okay, never mind right, well, yeah, You were in the British military, so that's why yeah. I'll go with you Don't <laughs> downplay it, Joe I was not downplaying it It was a compliment
1: <clears throat> I'm going backpacking soon So that's a Who? that's going to be a good good like opportunity to, for Bigfoot to, to attack me
2: Who are you going with?
1: Oh, some guys, some work. Nice. So it will be Ooh. fun, yeah. You guys it, gonna have
2: the box? Yeah. I was say, <laughs> they don't need the special? box. They gotta. Yeah. <laughs> once gotta a year, ain't, <laughs> once
1: a year ain't queer. That's my motto. So we'll see.
0: What <laughs> so do How you guys fun. have like a like a trail plan, or are you just going and then no, trying we, to uh, find your way back?
1: No, we're there's a there's a ten mile loop that we're gonna hit. Um. And then just like you know, along the river, set up some back some set up some camps. Because for people that don't know, camping is when you have a campsite, and backpacking is when you hike with all your deer and food and shit, and then you set up your base camp or whatever. So yeah, we could do a ten mile, and then uh, have some chili and little emergency camping stoves stuff like that, and have fun.
2: You're so cute. We and some smoke pictures? some cigars.
1: I will. That
2: sounds fun. I want to see the snacks. <laughs>
1: Uh, This could be a little, like, MRE stuff, so nothing exciting.
2: I still want to see it.
1: All right. (laughs) Awesome. And
0: the final one this week, most likely to invite a hot vampire inside the house.
2: Sam.
1: Yeah, Sam. (laughs) Would you uh, invite Jerry Dandridge into your house, Sam? I don't know who
2: that is. Fright Night, the main vampire. The original? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, what about Colin Farrell, too, in the remake?
2: I'd be a little iffy with yeah. Colin.
1: What about um, Pee Wee Herman?
2: Ew. <laughs> what,
4: a, what about David from Lost Boys?
1: Michael.
2: Possibly. Oh,
1: okay. Do you like that look, Sam? Like the little kind like of. beach punk kind of look?
2: I kind of do.
1: California surfer, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: if, if you attended the What We Do in the Shadows orgy, which oh. one would you go to first?
2: Are you asking that? me? Oh yeah. I was like, I feel like you guys would all go to what's Na- your face. <laughs> oh, I can't even remember what they look like right now. Who's the cutest one? Guillermo.
0: No, she's cute.
2: Guillermo def- is cute. Yeah,
4: she would definitely go uh, the tall one with the beard.
2: The tall
3: Jackie one. Lando?
4: The
2: single. The single one.
4: Yeah, Nandor. Nandor.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not Jackie Daytona? Come on.
2: No. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know.
1: nadja Can we just have Sam go to nadja too?
2: Go, yeah, I'd go to Naja or actually Guillermo is pretty cute. All
1: right.
4: Called it. He's not a vampire, though. <laughs> he isn't so, a vampire. That's true. Not Colin, yeah, Colin Robinson.
2: Oh, oh yeah. Colin no. Robinson.
1: I <laughs> He'd be like, Joe, right.
2: I can barely deal with your ass stealing my energy. How am I supposed to handle Colin? <laughs>
1: Uh, Colin, Colin would be like all right sam i'm gonna put it in now and <laughs> does that feel good or do you want me to increase the pressure that feels, uh, good. i'm gonna come right now and uh... <laughs> you know
0: actually that's another show that there a, we, a we should review a new season Ooh. and b that you should watch
1: a horror tv show that's probably yes. oh yeah, ab- yeah.
4: absolutely yeah.
1: best tv when it's on for sure yep. yeah 100
2: yes, yes.
0: And that's all the questions we had. So thank you, everyone, for the questions. We uh, wouldn't do this uh, segment without you.
2: Thanks, everyone. That was fun. Sam,
1: how was that? Was that good for you? Because it was good for me.
2: Get out of here, Colin.
4: (laughs) Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork deadly grounds coffee coffee to die for and zombie approved it's good to get a little deadly
3: use the front door oh they're so disgusting
1: Are right we doing trivia yep let's do it yeah you sure is everyone ready uh, i am ready as ready as i, I...
4: can be <laughs> I actually have more questions than I can even use this week. Oh, very good. I
2: think I do too. So if I don't use your question this week, don't hate me. I'll use it for next
4: week. Yes. Same with me because I went all exorcist themed trivia this week. Ooh. Which I feel like I might not be the only one. I don't know. Daddy oh.
1: likes that. All So Current standings. You. you got you got them from Peeps. Nice. Yeah. Current standings. Myself, Todd at twenty-nine points. Joe in second with twenty-seven. Sam in third with twenty-one. Steve in the rear with a solid twenty. Anyone's game, as you can guys can see, we keep scoring crazy high scores still. It's uh really anyone's game, seriously. No one's running away with it yet. Who would like to go first?
4: I'll go first. Oh. All right. This one comes from our buddy Rise Horror Corner. And his question he sent in was, in the original Exorcist movie, where is Reagan's father during the course of the film?
0: Oh shit. California? No. California
4: is incorrect. Sam, what'd you say?
1: Sam said Paris.
2: Um. Well, oh, let's, see
1: ta- let's see what ta- <laughs> just, let's see what Todd has. Let me let me try to screw Sam then. Since it's oh great! Now Paris he right. knows.
2: Joe, God. Uh,
1: is he in France? <laughs> in Korea? Well,
4: so. Is <laughs> well.
2: <laughs>
4: well. Is it Europe? The correct answer is Europe. I give it uh, to Sam. He's, he's Sam in guy, Europe, right, yeah. so yeah. I mean, it's not. A, they never say specifically he's in Paris, but he could be. It's He's probably so. embarrassed. So we'll get yeah. I say we give that
1: one to Sam. Oh, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the shuffle. <laughs> all right, you're up, Sam.
2: all righty So this there's a few that I I'm not gonna use this one, so I'll use it next week. Um, but I'm gonna go with um, who's this from? Weezer face. Okay.
1: Uh oh, she gets sprain teasers
2: trying to think she sent two um i'm trying to i'm trying to pick one that you guys won't know but you probably will okay what year in the future does jason x take place
1: oh oh god (laughs) Uh, it's up there i'm gonna say 3000 i
4: i'm gonna say 20
0: in the 2300s somewhere i don't remember so i'm gonna say like 2060
2: Joe is the closest, twenty four fifty five.
1: Yeah, baby.
2: Should Did I give him Joe. a point, guys?
1: Sure. Yeah, so uh, that'd be hard to be specific. But... <laughs> yeah,
2: that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to him since he gave it to me.
0: Oh shit! All right. Oh, you know it. <laughs> I know where
1: this is going? <laughs> <laughs> Dee, would you like to go? You want me to go? I'll go.
0: All right. All right. First one comes to us from Kayla. So thank you very much for the question. Super appreciated. In Halloween, the original, what are the names of Laurie Strode's two friends?
1: Annie and Linda. Correct. Yes, I yeah. can't believe like I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> I know, I was drawing yeah, like, I was
2: thinking You're going to ask about the kids.
1: Tommy and Tommy. Lindsay. 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 there you yeah. go. Yeah. Which sometimes, I really... when,
4: sometimes when it's so easy, you like panic. Right? yeah like, oh, I, should, <laughs> like, I should know this.
1: <laughs> All right. Also from Kayla, what year was Candyman released? 91.
4: 94.
1: Everyone is incorrect. Yeah. 92.
4: 1992.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah. oh, my god. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
3: <Damn it. laughs> We're so,
1: all in the ballpark.
4: but well, yeah, yeah, we, we, we yeah, like just, around there. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, my next question. Um, Kayla also sent me a question but I'm going to save that for next week because I'm sticking with my excess theme so thank you Kayla I'll, I'll save it for next week um, so how does Reagan become possessed in the Weed Weed board. Board. Captain Howdy Steve got attention. it first are you, <laughs> are you sure David? about that I, Steve I'm got sure. Um,
1: I'll go, I'm tapes, pretty, I'm sure. go, go to the tapes but I'm
4: sure go to the taste, but I'm pretty sure I heard Steve first so.
1: alright Steve it is alright Sam
2: I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next one is also from Weezer Face. Ooh. What band did the soundtrack for Maximum over- What?
1: What what um, band did the soundtrack for Maximum Oh,
2: sorry, I read it weird. What band did the soundtrack for Maximum Overdrive?
4: What band did the soundtrack for Maximum
1: Overdrive? Um Metallica. Rush. I have no idea.
2: Like, I'm not going to say who's right or wrong until you guys all answer. So don't. So don't think I'm canceling answers out, Joe. So well. Brain thinking.
4: Well, I was going to say that I've actually never seen Maximum Overdrive, so maybe that's one we have. We I might need to check out. Um, I so I don't know. I I can't can't answer that one.
2: It would be A C D C. Uh,
4: How how is is Maximum Overdrive worth watching? It's I
1: hear mixed things fuck. about it, yeah. Yeah, a lot of it's like, well, just don't let the cars fill up with gas and <laughs> the problem's done. <laughs>
0: um, all right, so my question comes to us from Ryan. Thank you very much for the question. In the Exorcist movie, what country was Father Marin in at the beginning of
1: the film?
4: Uh, Mexico? Oh,
1: Wrong.
4: No. Iraq?
1: Correct. Nice. Good stuff. Thank you. That dog scene still haunts me to this day.
0: Yeah, Mm. that's crazy.
1: Yeah, I remember that vividly seeing that for the first time. Mm. All right, Joe with the two. Everyone else with one. Oh, my turn. Um, Okay, (laughs) I got another year for you. What year was the original Fright Night released? 88.
4: 87.
2: (laughs) 89.
1: Gosh damn it. Eighty five people. Oh my god. Eighty
2: five. Oh
1: boy. I was gonna say Day of the Dead, but I know Steve would've got that one. Mm. So no, you bastards.
0: <laughs> All right, Joe. Last question.
1: All right. I might have a bonus.
4: Ooh. So, you know, we'll see how I'm feeling. See how see f- how far ahead I am at the time. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, what are the two main priests'
1: names in the Exodus? Uh, Father Maren. Maren and Karis. Correct. Yep. Nice. Father Marin. Steve with the two points now. Ooh, those guys are badasses, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're badasses. Great.
3: Sam.
2: Alrighty. This question comes from. Rise Horror Corner, shout out to you. How old is Reagan at the time of her possession? 11. 11.
0: 10.
2: What do we have? 11.
0: 10 and 13.
2: 13, yeah. 12!
1: (laughs) Fuck! Oh, my
3: God!
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're going with the theme tonight, obviously. We
1: really are. Wow. You literally (laughs) just watched this in the show, too. They covered it. Yeah.
4: (laughs) I... Wow, I don't think you could plan what we just did tonight.
0: Well, <laughs> seriously. Uh, all right. What's the title of the Turkish knockoff of The Exorcist?
1: Damn it, dude. You watched this fucking movie. I,
0: I yeah. got up. I talked about it. Three in the morning the on priest? my birthday
1: to watch it. No. Turkish exorc Turkish exor- <laughs> no. Exorcist. No. Dang it.
2: Turkishism. <laughs>
4: Possessed.
1: <laughs> Exorcism no. on Turk Street. No, you guys all give up? But, uh, yeah. Satan. Satan's. Yep, that's bit. it. Really? Yeah, it's, it's Satan, but yeah. Oh. Yay! There you yeah. go. I was gonna say Satan's butthole is a joke. <laughs> no, no,
0: <laughs> it's uh, S E Y T A N, Satan, but Satan's good enough. Nice.
2: All
1: right, Satan. And it was surprisingly not Satan. the
2: worst. Oh,
1: my turn again. Yeah. All right, I need two release dates, people. Uh oh. All right for one point, though. Hmm. Give me the release years of Texas Chainsaw 1, the original, and the remake. 77-2003. Uh,
2: 77-2004.
1: You guys fucking suck. Seventy-four, oh three. 3
2: 2003
1: You guys are close, though. So. I don't know. It's, it's an off trivia tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got one of them. Close enough. <laughs> I mean, no one's getting ahead. Yeah. No one's getting ahead. All right, did you uh-huh. have your bonus, Joe? Is Just everyone? Are, all, are we all done? Yeah, we're oh, done. and we're all tied okay. except Sam has the one, and we all have two.
4: All right. Yeah, I get. I'll give you a bonus then. Okay. Exorcist related once hmm. again. Let's hear it. At the end of the original exorcist, who does Reagan hug and kiss? Her mom. Incorrect. No. no. It's... It's oh, fuck. It's. Uh, At the
2: end
0: at the very end
2: it's the is it the the, the
4: cop priest.
0: william kinderman
4: sam got it it's a it's, it's a, priest.
0: a priest oh it is a priest. Oh. Yes. Nice. Father, father. Oh, the priest yes the cop comes in after father.
4: yeah father dyer she right. sees his she sees uh, his uh, cross and she gives him a kiss on the cheek that's
1: nice. right twos yeah. across the board tonight that's good yeah. that's more normal than eights and sevens and right. shit <laughs> all right standings as of now are myself 31 joe 29 Sam, 23. Steve, 22. So no big difference tonight. Anyone's game still? <sighs> Keep sending in the questions, people. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah. We're going to talk about the extras. 2014? Yeah. Tw- no, 2016.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, Finally before, here. The day befo- has come. Right, before we do that, uh, okay. Sam, you want to talk about The Walking Dead? Oh, oh nice.
2: yeah. It's just a little ramble. Ask Steve a bunch of questions because I'm lost. So last week we talked about The Walking Dead coming back season nine or it's the break of season nine is back on um so I was saying that I hadn't watched it um the last thing I knew spoiler alert obviously is that Glenn died or whatever okay so I started watching The Walking Dead again and I love it so much (laughs) so I started back from season seven where it's the episode where Glenn dies and it's so fucking brutal. I'm like, this is so gnarly. Like I can't even take how brutal it is. Like the fucking effects look so good. And then I forgot that he kills Abraham. I'm talking about Negan, by the way. And he's just so evil. Like I cannot stand him. And so I was going to ask you, Steve, um, how long is Negan in the show? But then Joe said that people are saying he has like a character arc that's gonna happen. And so his story kind of unfolds. So I'm holding out for that. But he's just so fucking mean and so fucking scary. Um so my question I guess is because I don't remember too much of six. Um, have Rick and Michonne been a couple before season seven?
0: Yeah, they've been a couple since season four. Like- Four? A four was it
1: that early? I thought it was a little bit later. Yeah, late so in
0: miss- in season four, uh, they escape the prison and they break off into little groups, and one of the little groups is Michonne, Rick, and Carl, and that's okay. when they really start like they didn't start hooking up they, though. That I really. knew they had feelings for each other. They started officially hooking up in season five, I think, but yeah. four is when they really you could tell that they were
2: uh. yeah yeah. Okay, and then um, so the last episode that I watched of season seven is where um, Sasha is now at Negan's camp because her and Rosita were going to go kill him and they were just going to risk their lives for the better of everyone else. Um, And fucking Eugene, is he just acting like it? Like, is he just waiting for the perfect time to go back with everyone else or we will like, see. we've <laughs> lost him to the dark side okay wait and see it, um i felt really bad for daryl when they when they got him and they were like torturing him every day with that fucking music that song was in my head for so long um i forgot how much i loved rick it broke my heart to see him like completely destroyed after losing um glenn and abraham and then um What else do I have to say? I don't know. I just really like it. And I remember thinking I was bored of it just because it took too long to get to everyone. But there's so many groups and you learn their stories and you become attached to them. I really like the group that Morgan is with. Um, The king, what's his name?
3: Ezekiel.
2: Ezekiel, yeah. He's so cool with that tiger. I don't know where he came from or what his backstory is. I don't know if I've missed that no
0: they explain it later
2: um, okay so he's just there and then also where they what's her name tara i love tara is her name right yep i love her so much i feel like if i was in walking dead that's i would be her like i would have that kind of personality she's so funny um but yeah i really like it and i can't i can't wait to see where it goes i'm at the end of seven i'm trying not to watch it as fast because i feel like i am speeding through it um, but I'm glad that I'm watching it again. It's good, and I feel like the writing's better. The music choice for the show is really good. Like I feel like they have more of a budget, and so it's. I just like it. I'm enjoying it.
1: Yeah, have a look at. Yeah, you know, be on the lookout for Ethan Embry. He shows up. <gasps> oh,
2: <laughs> I forget that Ethan was in The Walking Dead.
1: Yep, you'll see.
2: Oh my god, I love him so much. I cannot wait. I'm really excited.
0: Yeah, and i'm I'm happy that you're liking it because season seven and eight are the two hated seasons right those are the two seasons that people absolutely despise so yeah um so wait it's season nine that it really starts getting really good again but i'm happy you're like excited and And i always
2: get a boner when like rick and michonne are together i'm like oh my god they're so fucking hot like when they go to look for the guns and all they're doing (laughs) is like hunting for guns but then they're having like Old, dirty, sweaty sex in the van, and I'm like, oh my god, you guys are so hot.
1: That's you gotta watch out for that freaking backblast though on the show, man. They're hiking all day. Ooh. Rick's got a stinky ass wiener. Oh, Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: no they're just banging. Yeah. They're yeah, just exactly. banging. Yeah. What, but- which season's on Netflix right now, Steve? What's the last one that got up there? That's one. Uh, last- I
0: think. I, I don't know for eight. sure. They're up for, to nine for sure. Is uh, that the newest? I, is I that, that the newest
1: ten, one? Ten's the newest one. Ten's airing right now.
0: Yeah, the they're, they're So ten technically ended, but because of COVID, they couldn't really do a full season like they they planned. So they added six kind of smaller episodes to season ten, which is what's airing right now. So it's kind of six bonus episodes for season ten, and then they're ending it in season eleven.
2: Wait, I do have one more question, and then we can stop talking about The Walking Dead. So I missed where last I knew is that Rosita and Abraham were together but then somehow I know that him and Sasha were together. So what happened with that? Is it because he got lost from Rosita into Sasha's group and then they fell in love or something?
0: No. Uh, Rosita was always his fuck friend. And oh, Sasha... I thought they had like... No, not really. And when he met Sasha, he actually fell for her. and. Aww. There's a point where he feels guilty about kind of, you know, the whole the duality of it, but he never felt that for Rosita, mm-hmm.
2: so that's
0: that's where that went. Right. Did you watch so, last night? Did
2: night's... he did he hook up with Sasha like while Rosita was in the same group or were they not, not on different...
0: officially? I don't. Uh, not, it's been a while, you know. It's been like okay. three four years, but yeah. not, not officially. I don't think.
4: Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You have something did you watch to
4: last night, Steve?
0: I did. I did. Uh, it was actually a pretty boring episode.
4: <laughs> I was going uh, to, because my coworker worker I thought, was talking to him last night, and he said it was like one of the worst episodes.
0: Yeah, it, it's pretty terrible. It, it's, it's pretty terrible. <laughs> ter- so the thing is, I like Daryl in small Bert- spurts, but a full episode of Daryl is too much Daryl for me. Like, I he's know. just, he's not a... Why
2: do you say that? Like, you just he, think he's, he's too, very flat? It's yeah, he's, too much, he's too
0: much of a flat character. He's just, he's always brooding and he's always quiet. And it just doesn't make for really interesting television. Whereas I could watch a whole fucking season of Negan, but Daryl one episode yeah. and I'm bored, you know? You don't like it.
2: Either. You don't like it um, when, What was I going to ask? Um, okay, so when does Rick, is he still on the show or No
0: no but uh spoiler he, he dies will he come back uh there's three movies this is all leading to three movies oh, that right. star okay. rick so yeah
3: oh.
4: so
0: he is coming back they're they're filming this summer the first one
4: i guess i'll have to catch up
1: with todd right. and we'll
4: <laughs> we'll maybe we can review the movie or something or the movies yeah there's a movie when they sure. come out yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah steve netflix has The last episode I watched, so no new stuff on there yet. Okay, that sucks. So that's season nine. And maybe they won't
0: because AMC Plus is a thing now. So (sighs) bummer. And that's a problem with Mm. all fucking streaming services. Um, Yeah, like The Exorcist, I watched on Netflix, but Disney is definitely going to absorb it at some point because it's theirs. So that's yeah, that's how it's it's changing. Every fucking streaming service has their own thing now. So Mm -hmm. the days of Netflix having everything are over. (laughs) Um, all right. And one th- last thing I'll say is you, you asked about this before uh, Sam uh, Negan. Yeah. He's a horrible character in season seven and he's my favorite character in season 10. So his story arc is by far the most interesting uh, starting mm-hmm. in season nine.
2: Okay. I mean, I do like his. The well, character. Yeah. Me. But
0: Jeffrey Dean Morgan is such a fucking awesome actor that, that yeah, does a lot. He's for a it. great
2: actor. Yeah. Um, so yeah i'm really i don't know it's just anytime negan comes on like i'm even scared for my life i'm like oh shit i'm like i am negan my name's not sam it's negan
0: <laughs> right <laughs> yeah uh all right so yeah that's awesome so let us know you know how you're progressing but for now four years in the making super fucking excited about it I've been trying to make Todd and Joe watch this since the three guys days, even on my fucking appearance in episode 10, I mentioned that they should watch this, but I never said why. And I kept that fucking secret for four goddamn years. And so did uh, Eric S., a buddy of ours. Uh, Thank God I had him to talk about it uh, too. But uh, so finally, the Exorcist. So we're going to do it the same way we did uh, Stranger Things season three, which was an episode in the 90s, like episode 93, I think, something like that. Um, I'm going to go episode by episode we're going to review the I'm going to say the highlights of the episode we'll review each episode and then at the end we'll do a kind of a full you know thoughts overall and stuff like that and let us know if you like this format you know we don't do this often so I figured this is a good chance to do something like this are you guys ready
3: do it
2: ready and I just want to say I mean you said yeah sure check it out that's all I really remember Steve (laughs) (laughs)
1: that that is not how that went (laughs) Before we begin, shout out to my boy Father Bennett. That's all I'm gonna say. (laughs) AKA AKA John Wick.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right.
1: Father Marcus. What do you want? I was told you were an exorcist.
3: Who exactly told enough? it matter? Yeah, I think it does.
2: I'm not a crazy person. No, I'm, I'm not saying you're crazy. I'm...
3: There is something inside my house. It's a demon.
1: Angela, demons aren't real. They are metaphors.
3: It's trying to take my daughter.
1: You're being manipulated by forces. You can't even begin to understand. Father Tomas,
3: the rising star. I think God spoke to me today. What did he say? He said, I want you to help his family.
4: Anybody up there?
3: Free. Yeah, you should be too. Look me, Marcus.
0: So, episode one, and let my cry come unto thee. So, the episode starts with Father Marcus arriving in Mexico City to perform an exorcism wearing a similar outfit to Father Marin when in silhouette. We then see Father Thomas preaching in his church and establishing his friendship with the Rance family, especially Angela, who is the most devoted member of her family. Father Bennett, sent from Rome, goes to investigate Marcus and sees the progress of the boy. The boy's in bad shape, so he warns Marcus he could be excommunicated if he continues with his exorcism. We then see, start, uh, start seeing T- Tomas is dreaming of the exorcism in Mexico in vivid detail, Uh, Tomás is also invited to the Rance house because Angela suspects her daughter Kat could be possessed by a demon. We established that Henry Rance, the dad, has dementia. However, he tells Tomás where to find Marcus in a weird daze. Tomás researches, researches exorcisms, and we see that this story takes place in the same universe as the film through an old newspaper detailing the tragic events of the first film. Tomás then sees in a dream that the boy in New Mexico died during the exorcism after breaking his own neck by trying to spin his head around. We see that a sign of the possession is a double pupil in, in one of the eyes. Tomás seeks out Marcus for help by telling him about his visions, but he refuses. Tomás goes back to the rant's house and discovers Cassie, not Cat might be possessed after a spooky encounter in a attic. And then Marcus decides to go help Tomas. So he puts on his exorcist garb as tubular bells plays through the credits. So first episode, you know, you guys, you know, it's exorcist themed, but you don't know much more than that. Uh, how did you feel after me t- you know, telling you guys so long about this, about this series, just through the first episode?
1: Well, I had watched that first episode when you told us to watch it last time. Um, but for some reason, I just didn't watch it again or didn't continue with it. But, yeah, it set up the world great, man. And I really liked when we saw that the original movie was part of the universe. That was cool Touch. Um, But Casey's hot, and we'll talk about that later. And Kat's a bitch for talking about her dad like that at the dinner table. when he's, And he didn't have dementia, right? He had a work accident. Right
0: um, yeah, that's right. yeah. I, I wrote I wrote him as I watched it, so it turned out you. that it was just a work accident back to time we didn't we weren't sure about that.
1: yeah, so Kat's a freaking turd, and I love when Tomas called her out he and said, like, shut your fucking mouth or whatever he said. And I was like, oh, Thomas, uh, Tomas is a badass, so yeah, I liked it.
4: Ah, uh, yeah, I thought this was, you know, a pilot is so important to the start of a series on whether you're gonna continue or not with it and you know how it's gonna go. And I thought this was a fantastic start to the series um i really had no negatives i I loved everything about it i really liked uh all of the characters they introduced i was really liking father tomas and um the uh what's the other priest name there father marcus is that it yeah yeah um i like yeah i mean i thought they were both you know great introductions to both characters especially um father marcus like he was just kind of like the badass priest of the two kind of um, you know, kind of went rogue there and he was doing his own thing. And then when that little boy like breaks his neck, it I was like, Holy fuck, like what a start. Like it's just like for network television, like even I was like, wow, that's pretty dark and disturbing. So I really enjoyed that. And uh yeah, I mean, and then at the end, when you get uh, you know, the whole episode, I'm thinking it's the other daughter that is possessed, like the whole time. And then they throw it out there that oh, it's the other girl, which It did take me a few episodes, honestly, because I thought they did look kind of the same, the two girls, the two daughters. Um, But yeah, it was pretty good. And yeah, I mean, it was cool to see Gina Davis uh, as the the main, as the mom here. Um, And uh, the guy from Ferris Bueller there, too, as the dad. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I I thought a a fantastic start uh, to episode one, and it got me excited to watch the rest of the series.
2: I agree with everything that's been said so far. So when I started watching it, um, I was already excited and I was like, why didn't I watch this sooner? Um, And I even messaged Steve in the chat. I was like, Steve with cry emoji times 10. I was like, why didn't you just tell me Gina Davis was in it? I would have watched it so long ago. Like I love her so much. Um so I was really excited about that and I how Joe mentioned with that little kid and his neck snapping like when I saw that I was watching it in the dark and I was like oh my god and I was like Joe's going to love this because the production of it was better than I had thought especially for it being a Fox show um my standards were going to be pretty low of it like I wasn't expecting too much but with the first episode I immediately knew I was gonna enjoy um the season. And I feel like with um when Joe told me about how he thought that um he didn't know that there was a difference between the sisters possessed, I was like, Joe, you would like I don't know, I guess maybe because they look similar or whatever, but I really love uh the character of Casey and yeah, I just, I really like Casey a lot.
0: Yeah. uh, I'm along the same lines lines as everyone. So I'm going back. I I watched it on television when it first came out. The Exorcist is my second favorite horror film of all time. So I watched this right away. uh, I loved that it tied it to The Exorcist uh, movies, uh, even though it was like, and that's how I thought it would go. Uh, You know, it's just like an article saying that basically it happened in this world and that was good enough for me. I'm like, okay, you know, it's, it's cool that, it happens kind of in the same world and everything, and th- maybe there'll be a few little cool Easter eggs like that throughout the series, so I was happy to see that. Uh, I love that Father Marcus kind of had Father Marin vibes with the way that he was shot, you know, uh, the the shadow and the hat that he had, and I- I'll be honest, I had goosebumps when they played Tubular Bells at the end of the episode too, as he's going towards you know, helping Father Tomas, I thought that was really cool. Uh, Yeah, the the boy dying was fucking like, wow, for a Fox show on primetime, that was a really interesting choice. And in more graphic detail, than I thought they would go for a show like this. So that was great. But I think the genius of the first episode is, for a lot of shows, it takes me a few episodes to really kind of get into the story and get into the characters. I immediately knew what Father Marcus and Father Tomas were about with one episode. And I was already excited about these two new characters in this new exorcist uh, show. So I thought they did a great job of introducing them and figuring out what kind of priest they they are. And I was looking forward to seeing them interact more, um, you know, as uh, the series progressed. So I thought this was a fucking amazing first episode for a television show. And one of my favorite, I think, pilots of any show. So Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I have a question. So um I must have missed the article that you guys are talking about that they showed. Um, when was that? And did they say like, the girl that it happened to? Or we just know that someone was possessed a long time ago? Uh,
0: so at one point after um, Angela tells Tomas that Uh, Her her daughter might be possessed. He goes on a computer and starts looking up possession cases. And they show a few. They show some real ones. They show Annalise Michelle, which is a real case that actually happened. Uh, They showed another one, another famous possession that was also real life. And then it showed of the incident where two priests lost their lives uh, performing an exorcism. uh, And with a picture of the stairs in in an old newspaper clipping. So that was the Easter egg uh, as far as that went. So.
2: Yeah, I missed that, but um, I was really shocked that they started playing the song at the end, um, because a lot of times I feel like it's like, oh, here's a show about this great movie, horror movie, but then they can't really use a lot of stuff to it. So once I heard that, I was like, oh, this is going to be so good.
4: Yeah, I wish they played it more, though, throughout the series. I do too. You, I you only so hear it bummed. that one time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I was
2: like, I guess they probably only got permission to use it that one time, honestly. Um, and that's how they fucking get you in. But like how Steve said, usually it does take a few episodes to get yourself attached and familiar with the characters and the stories to get involved. But this one, it was like straight out the gate. You were already invested
0: yeah, and I think the idea was that they didn't want to be the movie. They want to be their own thing. So they wanted to nod it, say, yes, we, we know the song is super iconic. Here it is, but we're not going to use it again, you know.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: this is my third watch of it. I watched it in its original era. I watched it when it first came on Netflix, and I watched it for this review. And this time I was looking at it a little more attentively. And, and I'll name it at the end. There are a lot of nods to the Exorcist movie like a lot and i'll, I'll point him out at the end but uh i thought that one was probably one of the most like you know overt ones but i thought it was really cool like i still got goosebumps you know just fuck that i love that thing um all right episode two lupus in fabula i don't know what the fuck that means but <laughs> marcus is shown to have been groomed by priests since he was a kid to be an exorcist angela films evidence that cassie is being possessed Tomás tells the bishop about Cassie, and they refuse an exorcism and warn him to stay in line for his career to progress. Angela's hotel is chosen to host the Pope's entourage when he visits Chicago. Marcus visits Tomás, willing to help as long as he breaks it off with his former girlfriend, Jessica. Cassie uses her powers to break a girl's legs at lacrosse. Homeless people, who are seemingly possessed, notice Marcus and Cassie. They taunt Marcus. One in particular catches his eye, so he follows him and sees him get into a truck. Tomas breaks his kind of relationship with Jessica. Cassie gets sick and talks to a mysterious old man who seems to be in her head. Marcus convinces Tomas he can help, and a group of people murder a bunch of people and harvest their organs, including the homeless man uh, from before, and they use the mysterious truck to get away. So what do you guys think of this episode?
1: Which it thumbs down in there, Joe.
4: <laughs> um I overall really liked, did like this episode. The one thing I did thought was thumbs downing was the, the end here. Um I did not like the people going in and like killing and harvesting the organs. It just did not feel like the exorcist to me. Like whatsoever like and obviously like this is before i know what's going on really which we find out later on in the series but at the time just watching it here at that episode i'd not like the ending however i thought the rest of the episode was was pretty great um i really loved this intro this was probably one of the creepiest intros of the entire episode if i'm thinking of the right thing when she comes down the stairs and she's like talking to herself um with like the demon am i correct here
0: now the intro of this one is okay. showing uh, Marcus uh, as a kid uh, okay, being groomed okay. by a priest.
4: Oh, so I'm, I'm an episode ahead then. Probably. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Well, never mind then. Uh, okay. Well, that was cool. It was cool to see like Marcus's um, background here with with the priests and stuff like that. And yeah, I mean, this was another. This was definitely another solid episode. Um, seeing Cassie break that bitch's leg. Well deserved, honestly. During uh, the lacrosse match or whatever that is, um, and then we are introduced to this creepy dude. Who, I mean, obviously at the time, I like. I kind of knew it right away. I'm like, oh, this must be the guy that's like going to possess her, or like this is the, the demon or whatever. Um, so I was like, he seems creepy, um, but you know, I really didn't know. Like, totally what to think, but I was like, okay, I'll, we'll see where this goes. Um, but yeah, overall, I liked it except for the ending, which, like I said, just did not feel like a exorcist, like exorcist thing to me. It just didn't seem like in the same realm.
1: Yeah, I'm there with you. Can't really add too much. I like the centipede and the toilet thing. That was gross. Um, and then it's kind of cool, like, that there's just, like a side, like, special forces for priests, like, they're getting trained by when they're kids and shit to literally fight demons in the cellar or wherever the hell he was like punching demons and stuff so pretty cool up yeah
2: um was the exorcist on netflix
0: yeah oh for me for you guys it's hulu i think
2: was it hulu that we were watching on joe okay i was like oh shit they already took it off (laughs) um sorry because i wanted to like skim through it while we're talking about it um so with two as we're introduced to the demon who is taking over casey he's so creepy and gross. I hate him. Um and you can see that Casey's becoming she's having more hate fill her soul, you know. Um and I thought for a moment that that kid um that we see his neck break in the first episode, I thought that was going to be like a flashback to um Thomas and then it was going to be like somehow he was brought back to life or something. Like I kept thinking that that was gonna be him and they were gonna reveal that, but that wasn't the case. Um, And then with the crew that was uh, harvesting the organs, that I kind of knew just how it was gonna play out. Um, I don't know, it reminded me of Supernatural, which I didn't hate. So I don't really have too much to add to this episode.
0: Yeah, and, and for me, uh, you know, a lot of the same things you guys said. I loved her breaking the legs in lacrosse. It's just like, damn, that was, that was rough. Uh, I liked the harvesting of the organs thing. I thought it brought something different, and I, I found out that it wasn't just going to be about an exorcism. Like, there, there was a deeper story to it. But, you know, it's a little detail, especially in this episode, but the thing that got me the most excited when I originally watched it was that the Pope was going to be involved in all this because now you're really not fucking around. when you're bringing in the Pope into the storyline, you know, it's going to be like some serious shit. So I was happy to see, and the the whole series kind of leads up to his visit to Chicago. So uh, that was something I thought was a cool thing that we hadn't seen. And I've never seen the Pope involved in any of the exorcist movies that I've, that I can remember, you know, it's always like kind of low priests. So it was cool to see that he somehow be involved at some point.
1: Yeah. I did think the poster they're using, like he's coming. was kind of strange. Like, I don't know if that's like a true thing they use oh, in real life. No, that, that is absolutely
0: a true thing that they would really, real it looks like oh, a yeah.
1: freaking horror movie. <laughs> yeah, no, no,
0: there that's, <laughs> wow. I, I totally could see that in real life. Uh, okay. yeah. I Thing.
4: I could too. It kind of reminded me of like, like a Kobe Bryant or like LeBron James thing. <laughs> like, with
0: yeah, exactly.
4: But yeah, no, I could, I agree with Steve as like uh, someone who grew up Catholic, that is totally something they would use. <laughs>
0: all right uh episode three let him in cat's I- accident is shown a demon might have made her crash killing her girlfriend bennett arrives in chicago to plan for the pope's security when Bennett. <laughs> uh, cassie's old man starts to appear more and makes her do bad things like steal and burn herself in her genitalia w- masturbating with a uh, fucking iron um A group of priests meet to plan for the Pope's arrival and is hosted by a rich and powerful Chicago socialite named Maria Walter. Marcus interviews Cassie and is able to bring the demon out temporarily. Marcus and Tomas present the evidence to Bennett and the bishop, but they again deny an exorcism. Marcus gets excommunicated for it. Uh, The Rances go to Julia's memorial, that's the girl from the car accident. Uh, Maria gives $100,000 to Tomas for his church. Bennett tells Marcus that the church might be compromised and gives him a list of people to go visit. Cassie leaves Julia's memorial and on the subway on the way home gets harassed by a guy. Her demon makes out with her, which is the grossest fucking scene in the series. And then she turns and destroys the guy, including ripping his jaw. She then pees herself. Uh, Yeah, so interesting episode and very fucking brutal end. What do you guys think of this one?
2: Do you think she was masturbating? I thought she was just burning her vagina. But and she, she was she, just getting off on the pain
4: yeah she was like Maybe. enjoying it though she i i don't know she i don't think she was masturbating with it but uh, yeah, I it, was, it was
0: the phallic symbol yeah. of the iron i mean i think she was yeah
4: yeah yeah um yeah there's, there's a lot to take in in this episode now that you talk about about i it. liked this uh, episode yeah.
1: it's yeah. coming together now definitely
4: this, this wasn't oh go ahead sorry Tom. no i
1: was gonna say the bishop you can tell something was up with that fool you know how quick he was to dismiss him um and then that chick too. She's fucking shady. And I hated I hated how she looked too. She always had this like like I'm a, almost gonna smile. I just wanted to, she's got a punchable face.
2: Yeah. Um, was it this episode remind me and Steve if you said I'm so sorry, but um what is her name? Maria? Yeah. Um, where she's talking to Angela and Angela like gets the phone. Was that this episode and she's like, it's fine? yes it was
0: yeah it
3: was
2: (laughs) like just i knew something was going on with her when angela was like on the phone and she's like oh or she's like i gotta go do something and the lady was just like "Mm -hmm." i was like oh i need to watch out for this bitch uh
4: yeah no i i thought this was another really really good episode um I enjoyed everything about it i'm pretty sure this is the episode where she comes down and like she catches her daughter talking to herself which i think was one of the best scenes in the entire series i thought it was like extremely creepy and well done um and then when she's like i think at one point she's like do you know what your did you know do you know what she did like you're like or you're like something mother and it reminded me of like the your cunting mother uh line from the exodus which i think is kind of what they were going on anyway uh, but I thought that was just a fantastic scene. And then uh, you know, this is when the demon starts getting, like, really weird. And it, like, the lines of like pedophilia, the show like tiptoes on. It's like really, really fucking weird. And I'm kind of, I don't know if you'd be able to get away with it on network television uh, nowadays. Cause I mean, how old is this girl supposed she to be? She
0: wasn't in high I school. I don't right? think, yeah, I'm, I, I don't think she was underage. Was yeah, she I not? Okay. I
2: thought sure she was. If she I wasn't, she was. she was close. You know, it was I think like, she's supposed to okay. be in high school.
4: I thought she was supposed to be in high school. Cause her sister's
1: in college, right? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get the high school vibe from, from them. Okay, I Her was sister's in sc- dan- dance school or something like that.
4: Right, her sister's in dance school, but when she's playing lacrosse, it seemed like it was like a high school lacrosse game, you know? So that's why I assumed oh. they were in high yeah. school. Um, so that's why I, you know, I could be wrong, I guess, when I talk about the pedophilia stuff. But watching it, that's, like, how I felt it, like, kind of was, which, it like, grossed me out, like, even more with uh, this demon guy. But, like, effective, like, yeah. he's just, like, so I, it was great. And then, yeah, the attack at the end on the subway is fucking batshit crazy bananas um you know like is i mean i guess that happens but i'm like man do guys really get that fucking just creepy on a subway yes like that is what is wrong with people it
1: it was infuriating that no (laughs) one's yeah vector like right exactly and that's how how it is uh well okay but yeah if you see that out there, boys, step up. But yeah, it looked, it looked. uh
2: And women too. I'm just saying that yeah, like yeah. on a subway, like when you're by yourself, it's like, Kick the yeah, I'll try to say something, but it's like, well, we're both going to get like attacked by this guy. If I say something. I got you, That's Sam. Better. I got you. Better. Sorry, Todd. I'm not yelling at you, but.
1: No, no, um, no. I'm saying I got you I, back, girl.
2: Yeah. Like I do believe it that like people get, I mean, I've seen people get beat up and people just watch. It's crazy. People are scared.
1: Did anyone else notice that the guy that was harassing her had a really weird voiceover?
2: Oh, I did not.
1: I or maybe it was just me because it felt like the voice did not match the person. I was like, really like, oh, this is, I don't know, pet Aww. peeve, I guess. But yeah, I hated that scene, especially because I think maybe, Joe, it's weird because she's such a, like a pretty girl and the demon's the old creepy fucker and yeah. making out. It wasn't a peck. It was making out
3: yeah
4: like oh so gross right and i I, I, i'm really liking this the demon like i i think he's like really like effectively creepy without like it being like a movie demon if you know what i mean like how pazuzu was in the original exodus like you know he's like bad you know what i mean yeah (laughs) very subtle and i i like that about him
2: Um, also going back to like that whole kissing scene, like I fucking hated that. I feel like, I don't know. I'm, I a hundred percent guarantee that man who he had a boner. Like, I (laughs) did like, there's no fucking way. Like, fuck you, dude. Like if I was married to him, I'd like, you're not getting, you're not doing this role. You're not making out with this 12 year old girl. I don't care if it's acting. I think he really enjoyed it secretly. And I don't like that.
1: She's she's beautiful and he's old.
2: But I was just like, I was looking at her face while they were making out. And you can just tell like the actress, like I'm just assuming, but I can tell. Um, The actress, like his, no, his face was like so relaxed. He was into it. And you could tell like with hers, like she had a lot of tension behind like her eyes and eyebrows. Like she hated it. And I was like, Girl, get, get those money bags.
1: Probably had to practice. Probably had to take multiple takes. So the
2: director probably was like, "Oh, do it again, so I can record <laughs> it on my cell phone."
0: And for for the record, uh, the actress anyway was twenty six at the time.
1: So. All right, we're good then. We're safe. Yeah. Um, is this the episode where he calls starts calling her ugly? Like you're not as pretty as your sister and stuff.
0: Uh, not yet. I don't think. I think okay. that's yeah. This is still when he's seducing her. It's it's later when she starts to rebel a little bit yeah all right well so- and like when
2: she's in the dressing room in her which i think is an adorable dress like it's all buttoned up and it has like the collar and stuff and then he tries to entice her with that little sexy dress pervert
0: <laughs> uh all right so episode four the movable feast cassie is now in the hospital as they try to figure out what's wrong with her marcus visits a con- uh, convent where the nuns show him a kinder method of performing an exorcism, which he successfully does. Marcus visits tour guides that tell him they think something big will happen. Tomas tells Maria about what he wants to do, which is the exorcism. Uh, Julia separates from her husband and spends the night at Tomas's place, but no shenanigans yet.
1: Jessica? Uh, Julia. Is it? It's Julia.
0: Jessica? Jessica, Jessica <laughs> sorry. J- Julia is the one that's dead. Uh, I, yeah, I confuse it too sometimes. Um, After attacking a nurse and accepting the demon to free the nurse, Cassie is released as they don't have a diagnosis that can keep her there. Tomas and Marcus reunite and are about to begin the exorcism without the church's approval.
2: Um, Just real quick, sorry to interrupt. I found that Casey supposedly is 18, which really means they wanted her to be 15 or 16, but they didn't want to look like creeps. So they're like, sure, she's 18. They were like, let's make her
4: the exact legal age where this won't be illegal. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, No, I, I, yeah, I like this episode, um, but like thinking it like in a logical sense, I'm like, so she attacked this guy on the train and like ripped his fucking jaw basically apart. And you wouldn't go to jail for that they would send yeah. you to like a hospital like i was like really like I, okay like i mean i just go with it but like i'm like yeah i don't. I guess you're just gonna have to like ignore laws in
1: this in this show you do so kind kinda, of a lot actually in the show
4: yeah right yeah. totally um so that was like uh like i would have liked to have at least seen the police kind of like maybe get involved a little bit here or something but i'm like oh, whatever okay she's got mental problems like they, you know that's like what they're perceiving it as on the show or whatever um but yeah I mean I thought it was a really good episode uh once again I really liked um Marcus going to this nun convent and I really liked like all of that interaction I love this main um the mother character who we you know learn to learn more about later but I like the introduction of her in this episode and I liked her you know throughout the show pretty much um and yeah it was like a really uh interesting thing to see like kind of like the loving aspect of an exorcism which you know turns out to be a pretty pivotal pivotal pivotable i can't talk um stuff in the show but uh yeah good episode
1: demon's an asshole man he starts turning into a giant prick in this one yeah like you really start feeling bad for casey in this one because he's just oh like yeah talking shit yeah that nurse is so nice to her and he's choking her out it's like this is where it really like turns a corner and gets serious. Like, all right, here's, right. here's what we're doing. But has he yeah,
0: started,
4: has he started deteriorating yet? Cause like, you know, like throughout the show, a little, little starts... bit. His, his feet yeah, and okay. his hands are yeah. a little
0: get, getting a little black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And just to answer your question, Joe, uh, they don't do a good job of explaining in this episode, but they do later ex- explain that the chief of police is in on it. So. That uh, yeah. has a lot to okay. do with why right. she, she gets yeah. constantly kind of let out. And we see right. that overtly in a later episode where.
4: That's yeah, that's, that is true. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't like thinking about that. Um, like even like in the later episodes, I didn't like think back, but now that you say that it does make total sense.
0: All right. You got anything Sam on this one?
2: Um, No, I was just going to say like <laughs> when Joe was talking about the laws, I was like, well, they're going to make sure, especially if she has like mental Problems, they're gonna put her in the hospital um, and keep her there until she's like not gonna hurt herself, and then they're gonna come after her. But
4: but they don't like you, you know she gets released like they put her on the seventy two hour hold and then they just let her go. Yeah,
2: but then yeah. they can't. No yeah. one can find her though.
4: No
1: charges yeah. filed by the <laughs> potential rapist either, right? You can't. can speak. Fuck that so. guy anyway. <laughs>
4: Yeah, hey, I mean he deserved what he got. Yeah. He did. <laughs> um, He's going to have to eat through a straw the rest of his life, but you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, so before I go ahead, I just want to say this to the audience. If you haven't watched this show, stop the interview now. Stop the episode now and listen to it once you've uh, watched the show because this is the episode that I've been keeping from, you know, the, the other squad members for the last 4 years because this is what to me changes the entire show's trajectory and I just I would say it's really better if you don't know the twist going in. So yeah, definitely spoiler warning from this point out, something big happens in this one. So that's episode five through my most grievous fault. So in this episode, the exorcism begins Cassie tells something to Henry about Angela that deeply disturbed him. He tries to confront Angela, but it isn't until he finds proof in an old Bible. He found that he tells Angela to confess her secrets. Cat begins to worry that Cassie needs doctors and not priests. Cassie uses the priest's weaknesses against them. Marcus uses uh, Marcus's mom and Tomas's mom and Jessica play a role into the mind games that the demon is playing on uh, the priests. Uh, Tomas, once he is expelled from the exorcism, uh, goes and sleeps with Jessica. Uh, Cat calls the cops. Marcus is arrested and Cassie is brought away by ambulance. Then Cassie destroys the ambulance and violently kills the paramedics and runs away. Marcus is then freed from jail by Bennett and warns that Cassie could be going after the Pope. And finally, Angela confesses to Tomas about her dark past and how she tried to go on a better path by changing her name. She talks about her mother as a mysterious person pulls up to her house. She tells Tomas that her name is Reagan McNeil, just as the mystery person is revealed to be her mother, Chris McNeil. So obviously, I mean, this blew my fucking mind when I watched it on television the first time. Uh, and I know you guys were all uh, into this twist. So, what, do you, what did you guys think when the big reveal that this is actually a sequel to The Exorcist and not just part of this world? Fucking awesome.
2: I loved it fucking so awesome. yeah. much.
4: I, yeah, it was amazing. This was like, this was easily the best episode of the entire series. Um, I think. The twist was amazing, um, but as the show progressed, I think it also contributed a bit to the downfall of the show, too. A little spoiler for me uh, for later on in the show. Um, but as this episode stands as a still, as a, just an alone episode, best episode of the entire series, no doubt about it. The exorcism stuff was fantastic in this. I loved um, just, like, the full-on... Um, you know her in her full-on demon mode in this one with like the demon dude's voice just like really effectively creepy um great stuff and like you know obviously the the father tomas stuff gets good here too like with him you know a man questioning his faith kind of going against his beliefs in the church and stuff like that by going and finally uh, giving into temptation with uh jessica and stuff like that so there's a good um you know ebb and flow there with that and uh yeah just a great episode and i i did not see this twist coming whatsoever like at all which i i know steve you had mentioned that there are hints throughout the show i didn't get any of those hints like at all so when she was revealed to be reagan i was like oh fuck that's like that's awesome like so i was really excited and yeah awesome episode
1: it was tomas eating casey out in the room
0: what tomas eating casey
1: out. yeah because remember he tells her to like he she makes him go down and then You
4: you mean jessica
1: no, not Jessica. No, Jimmy's means during the exorcism. Yeah, when oh. cause Marcus walks in and he's like, "What the fuck?" And he I think I knees. think
0: that's what was about that. I don't think that's where what happened, she, but that's what was about was to happen. She
2: seducing him.
0: Yeah. Uh, Similar to her Reagan being. You
2: know, oh yeah yeah yeah.
0: You know, yeah the same I, thing he she did to her mom, unfortunately in the uh, movie.
1: Ugh. Yeah, Jessica's a cutie patootie, man. I don't blame him. Um, but something something that's like sad, and this is maybe not exorcist related, but it sucks that like. For example, Tomas like has to fight against loving a woman or you know doing his faith his job, but that's kind of rough. But um, yeah, freaking, I wrote down my notes that reveal explanation mark. So it was great. Didn't see it coming either. What what were some of the hints, Steve?
0: I'll talk about it in the end. At the end, when I recap the whole show, I wrote them there. So uh, there there's quite a few hints that lead not not directly that it's Reagan, but that when you start questioning it, you see okay maybe. Or something up here Sam what about you oh, um I
2: was gonna say I liked the twist because I feel like if I knew before going in that oh it's a sequel I would probably be like oh god I don't know how this is gonna go but I was already set on my path I was like okay this is different blah blah like yeah we're in the same world but it's fine like I I really like Angela um her daughters and her husband and stuff but that twist I was like oh fuck yeah um and can I just say the whole makeup and the special effects and just like the camera lighting the wardrobe was so amazing like I want I wish I had more time to look into like the costuming and stuff for the show cuz it was so good like when they are in the whole gloom and doom like they use all of like the gray colors and like all of these like deep blues and like sky blues just to kind of show like the emotion with that. But I loved in Casey's eyes whenever she was possessed and like the demon was talking, there would always be like different specks. There would be like a red speck and then also like a white speck. And it was just so cool to see. I really liked it.
0: Todd, you were going to say something? Oh, I forgot. Okay. Uh, one last question before we move on. Um, now, now knowing that Reagan and Chris are in the show, did it Ooh, bother you? Oh, yeah, go ahead.
1: Would you guys have liked Linda Blair to reprise her role? Yes.
0: Yes, but that would have given away that there wouldn't have been a twist, right? You Truth. would have known right Very away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think uh, Linda Blair, I don't think, does acting anymore. And yeah, I don't think I so. I think Gina Davis kind of looks like Linda Blair today. Like not, you know. Like I, I yeah. find that they have resemblances, like of what they look like today. So I thought it was a pretty good casting choice.
2: Same. Yeah.
0: I
4: would have liked to have at least seen a cameo for Linda at some point in the show,
0: I, and they probably did. Maybe offer her, yeah. yeah,
4: but probably just didn't couldn't get her. Right, but
0: uh, it didn't bother me. Like sometimes in uh, Doctor Sleep, for example, I really didn't see Jack uh, in that portrayal whereas it didn't bother me that these actresses were playing chris and reagan like it never took away from the story at all for me anyway Mm -hmm. all right episode six star of the morning uh episode begins with reagan and chris discussing their ordeal on a tv show to discuss chris's book which she wrote about the exorcism it's established that angela hasn't seen her mom in a long time chris did try finding her but didn't didn't until she saw her look for casey a press conference is held to offer a $100,000 reward. Protesters for the organ harvest victims show up, and we see a cultist turn the organs to ash and put it in an urn. Chris recaps the Exorcist movie to Kat. Uh, Tom- Tomas meets with Maria, who invites her to a Friars of Ascension dinner. With higher-ups from the church, he declines. Bennett attends the dinner and sees a professor explain that demons are were also responsible for some of the good in the world. The coroner calls Angela, saying they might have found Casey, but it's not her. Marcus investigates a place where animals are acting weird, a tunnel full of people who seemed under the influence of a demon. He finally finds Casey, whose spider walks around the tunnel. At the dinner, it's made clear they want Tomas there. They start ceremony where the ash ash urn is revealed. The leader's eye does the weird double uh, pupil thing. Super gross. (laughs) He uses the ash to summon some ghosts, and the guests plead to be possessed. The ghost picks the police commissioner and his eye turns. Marcus chases casey to the river where she's eating a bird he confronts the demon in the water the ripples kill all the fish around them and he's able to get the real casey back for just a moment and she pleads him to help her so what did you guys think of this episode
1: good stuff man but we got to go to the well i mean steve answered it my biggest thing was why aren't they in jail commissioners in on it so that makes a Mm -hmm. lot of sense especially but after like they essentially were torturing casey you know the eyes of the law she's being tortured in a room like why are they not in jail so that was you got to turn off your brain a little bit for that but um i really like the the hallway of the disturbed that was probably one of the scariest scenes where that like, dude's talking to himself and there, yeah it's just super super marcus is a fucking badass like that guy's cool as hell yeah, yeah he's he's great
3: yeah um yeah. and
1: then i didn't expect chris to try to capitalize off of reagan i never would have thought that after the original movie and that was kind of shitty
4: That is one of my bigger problems with the entire show, actually. I really don't like how they portrayed Chris McNeil's character uh, in this show. I think they um, did a disservice to the character. I I really think, honestly, and as the further we get along, we'll discuss. But I really think um, I I don't like what they did with their character here um, at all. I I just don't feel like it, it... gelled well with the that original movie. I mean, I understand why they went that route um, in a way. Uh, I personally just didn't like it. I don't um, know
1: why they went that route, because it's not like she wasn't a, a struggling actress. She was pretty big the, right? She, she's filming a starring role when they in the first Exorcist movie, so she didn't need the... the right. But,
4: so her claim was once that Exorcism stuff came out, it created bad publicity for her, which created no work for her and she had to do what she had to do to survive and make money, which I was like-
2: <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> right. Yeah,
4: which I'm like, okay, I guess. But I just, she was not that type of mom like in that original movie. And there was never even like a thought of that. So just like, yeah, I just don't like what they did with that. Um, overall though, I mean, a pretty good episode. I just didn't like the stuff with, with Reagan and her mom. Um, and I'm just not feeling this secret society um, like, you know, higher, like, order people like demon satanist cult which i really like cults but it just felt like too i don't know corny to me in a lot of ways and i i think it gets cornier as it goes um and this was the start of it (laughs) and yeah this was the start of it with like them like sitting over the ash and and entering Uh. into them type thing so it was just like very network television to me um but yeah an okay episode for me
1: but you know what? I, when I started the the show, I was wondering like, how are they going to stretch this into ten episodes? And that's mm-hmm. exactly what they. That's did. exactly they added, how. Yeah. That's yeah, they had to add the subplot. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, it was it was a little, it was a bit goofy. It just didn't bother me. I guess.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You got anything to add, Sam?
2: Um, I don't think so.
1: Badass Bennett's coming up. <laughs> uh, but I, I kind of agree
0: with you guys. I think the show is at its strongest when it focuses on Tomas and Marcus. Definitely uh and when it goes away from them like the stuff with the friars uh i think it's definitely a weaker but i still enjoyed it for what it was um i like that they kind of explained why they're doing it through that professor doing his
1: presentation about demons fuck that guy i didn't like that guy <laughs> yeah. at all no i didn't, I
0: didn't either but badass
1: it ex- bennett bennett called him out though <laughs> he did he did and he left the yeah. party because of that. <laughs> he's like fuck you guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: um but i i like that it just shows that these cults you know they, they have these stupid beliefs that people are putting in their heads and they're willing to die for those stupid beliefs and to be members of like the higher end of that cult and yeah, so I like some of it, but definitely I think the show is better when it's Marcus and Tomas. Uh,
1: yeah, I wanted to see more like of a bromance, like Mark, Mark, Marcus and Tomas hanging out, becoming <laughs> friends. Because when they're at the bar later on, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, they're chilling. They're cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and th- that's where they hint at that uh, Marcus is actually a homosexual. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which plays a huge role in season two. Huh? Um, oh. Because they like it's, the it, It's a deeper kind of faith. Kind kinda of like what Tomas is going through in season one, but in in a more character driven manner in season two. Um, I just
1: I just wanna add real quick too, I thought the racial um stuff was way out of place. Like I understand what they're they're going with it, but then like the protest and stuff it just it didn't fit into the story in my opinion oh
2: yeah was
4: that this was that this episode or was that the next been episode it's
2: been throughout a few episodes
1: yeah, yeah. it did. was
4: very like it, it seemed like relevant though to today's like you know like what's going on in today's society like for a sure, show that it, came it out did. four years ago um which i'm sure there was the racial unjust was still going on then well obviously but uh yeah <laughs> like, it felt like it could have been like it didn't go anywhere that's my problem with it yeah I mean I can see that I think they were just trying to make like a you know a point there for sure
0: right um all right so episode 7 father of lies Marcus and Tomas bring Casey to uh to sister Bernadette but don't tell anyone about it Marcus and Tomas continue their exorcism but with help of the nuns. Bernadette is losing patience. The media is increasingly getting pushy for answers. The crazy religious people are also protesting outside the Rance house. Uh, Bennett starts questioning the papal committee on their shady finances. Bernadette makes a case to Marcus to kill Casey to end her suffering. She leaves it up to Marcus. The nuns will continue treating Casey, but they are being pulled out of the exorcism. Bennett tracks a suspicious landscaping company from the Papal Committee and it brings them to a warehouse. There, he finds that bodies are being burned to ash. He then finds a pile of dead bodies and is then attacked by possessed workers, but he manages to kill them all. He notices one of them does the suspicious eye thing. Tomas gets arrested and released after losing his cool at a pharmacy, thanks to interference from Maria. And just as Marcus is getting close to putting Casey out of her misery, which he chooses not to, Tomas brings Angela to Casey. So you
4: as
1: Bennett.
4: John Wick uh I yeah this <laughs> I I I enjoyed this episode this was a this was a solid I liked it a lot better than the last episode um you know obviously because we get like you really start to like I really thought she was gonna die like in this episode like she was looking so frail and weak in this episode and you know the all the nuns and the the main mother there is ready to just like put her out of her misery and you know uh so yeah i mean it was was good very good uh and then yeah badass bennett like todd says is just is great (laughs) and that's uh yeah and uh father tomas just losing it on that dude who just will not get out of his personal space there i mean how can you blame him (laughs) um but yeah no solid episode
1: i even like badass bennett when he's calling people out he's like why the fuck are you in this meeting (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's, he's just a badass man no bullshit. I like him. You kind anything of
0: think that, Sam? Nope. All right. Uh, yeah. And I, I super dug this episode as well. Uh, I liked that they brought uh, Casey to the uh, nun's place and we got to see them handle it. But Casey is like so fucking strong at this point that she's even the nuns are getting their ass kicked. And <laughs> Bernadette's like, okay, that's enough, you know? And yeah, that, that you could, re- I really like the actor who plays Marcus. You could really feel his turmoil as whether or not he should kill casey or not so uh, i thought that was a really great performance on his part and throughout the whole series honestly he's a great fucking actor uh all right episode eight the grief bearers tomas brings the entire family to see casey casey toys with their emotions cops get suspicious that bernadette may be hiding something tomas and marcus start fighting each other because of casey's demonic energy tomas and marcus decide to bring in angela to the exorcism knowing it's a huge risk Henry decides he wants to move the family to Guelph, Ontario, Canada. Uh, Casey pulls Angela into a dream, which turns into a flashback of when she first made contact with Captain Howdy. The exorcism seems to work as the demon leaves Casey. Casey is sent to the hospital by ambulance. They find the bum who cooked all the organs. He's got crazy apartment pointing his crazy towards the Pope. And then he kills himself. Tomas and Marcus get wasted. Uh, that's This is where we see, uh, Marcus has uh, homosexual tendencies. The French cardinal tries to kill Bennett uh, Jim that Jessica,
1: Bennett don't go down like that though <laughs> uh,
0: Jim, Jessica's husband, which was also Jim in The Walking Dead by the way, uh, finds out that Tomas was sleeping with her. He confronts Tomas and threatens to reveal his secret to the bishop. Angela kills Chris and is shown to be possessed. A lot of happens in this episode. so oh, yeah it's going. a busy
4: episode
0: yeah so, what do you guys think?
4: Uh, great three quarters of an episode. Um, loved the first three quarters of this episode. Absolutely loved it. Uh, loved it. everything leading up to it until the end. I, I absolutely hated this ending.
1: I hate What part? What, what happened at the end that you hated?
4: The killing of Chris McNeil. When oh, okay. she kills her mom. Um, it just like, once again, just assassinating that character. Just like a throw, just threw her away like she was garbage. I, I did not like that. And this was the beginning of... I think um, the complete downfall of the show for
1: me. Um,
2: a downfall. Wow, Joe, on, Joe! You need to relax.
1: Yes. Someone's uh, got a crush on Chris. And, from I,
4: and get ready for Better. me to completely destroy the, the next episode because well, I. I'm gonna the, destroy you. This this the <laughs> next episode was I, I loathed it. I loathed it so much. Um, but I'll let you guys talk this one up before I just destroy the next
2: episode. <laughs>
1: wow! Lo- love, well, love, People already
2: stopped listening. <laughs>
1: yeah, love the Captain he's Hattie a attitude.
4: I, I love that flashback. Yeah. I loved that the was amazing. Body, love that. Was that was so yeah, amazing. Cool. That was fantastic.
1: Um Jessica's way too pretty for that husband of hers, man. You know? <laughs> I was like, this fucking guy. Um but uh you know I was thinking throughout the show that Jessica was gonna be a demon too, and like she was oh. being used to fuck with Tomas, but that never came about.
4: That would've been cool.
1: Yeah, that's that would have been was... like
2: a supernatural episode, just saying. Ooh, okay.
1: Um, but I thought it was kind of unintentionally funny when Casey was levitating, thrashing around. I was like, man, they could have done this a little better. Um, but I, yeah, I loved every part where it shows them talking to Captain Howdy or whatever, like he's in the room and he's not, that, that was really effective.
4: What did you think of the girl who played Reagan here? Like young Reagan? Oh, fun. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. That was cool. I was, I was good with her too. I think, I thought, I think it was Sam that commented. She thought she looked too old. Is that you that's Sam? what yeah. I said.
2: Like I told Joe because I don't remember like the Exorcist, like all the way through. I remember like the big parts and stuff. Yes. But when they did the flashback, I was like, "Is this supposed to be Reagan? And I was like, she looks like she's seventeen or eighteen. I don't yes. remember Reagan having that haircut um it was just really bizarre and so i asked joe and i was like that was supposed to be Regan and he's like yeah i'm like mm, i don't really buy it but i'll go with it the actress i thought did well um and i agree with todd when casey was thrashing around i was like okay like this is supposed to be the big like gun that's being pulled out like hello we gotta fight for Casey the demon is like about to take over and you're just gonna give me a little whiplash here and there um <laughs> but we see why later on yeah. and then with Joe hating on the way that Chris died talking about it was a throwaway it's not our choice that's the demon that go talk to Dr. Howdy Spooky talk to the
4: writers no but
2: it's the demon <laughs> they don't care they're like let me just break your neck and toss you down it was thirst. brutal
1: brutal neck, it, neck, was, it, neck was it, it was like they
2: threw her away like she was trash but i mean i think that's what they want like you were so you were so glad that she was back that chris was back you're like oh good now they can rekindle their relationship it was and you're thinking it's going to end good but then all of a sudden it's like bam, oh out the window see it. you later
4: do it better though like if you're gonna do it do it better instead of like gina davis looking at her and go oh you stink pot and then fucking breaks her neck and throws her down the stairs like what the fuck i was like really like i just did not and just like i'll go with it for the next i'll just save my thoughts for the next episode but gina davis's performance as the demon is like one of the worst performances that i've ever seen an actor do <laughs>
2: brutal Joe, you're so negative get out of here
0: We wait eight minutes. He's going to have to. Yeah.
1: Why don't you you run through the next two episodes, Steve?
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, Episode nine, 162. Uh, We see how Angela got possessed. She told the demon to take her instead of Casey and spared her life. Angela visits the friars and toys with them. She tells them they're weak, tells Maria why she'll never be one of them. And Pazuzu is name dropped for the first time. Tomas is offered a much better church which he reluctantly agrees to, but they are shutting down his parish anyway, so he didn't really have a choice. The tour guides find out that Simon is a demon, and they text Marcus proof. They are then killed for it. Angela kills Bernadette and the nuns after Bernadette tells Angela she knows that Pazuzu is in her. Angela acts weird with her family, including almost getting sexual with Kat. Marcus confronts Simon. Simon tells him his plan to kill the Pope. Other priests come in and tie up Marcus. The Rancis try to escape but Angela catches on. She tortures them until Tomas comes in and confronts her after reading a passage in Chris's book.
2: I'm just gonna say one thing and then Joe can go on his ramble. You want to talk about throwaway. What about the two friends of Marcus? Like literally they were like a little family in the RV and then Marcus comes back and oh I'm supposed to just take it that they're just dead i don't get to see how they died
4: i i didn't like their characters to begin with so i was okay with them dying yeah i
1: thought that was the goofiest part was those two
2: characters yeah it was like supernatural I'm t- if you got you guys need to watch supernatural
1: it was
4: goofy but it was it wasn't nearly as bad and i like listen i like gina davis like i i do like her i think she's a fine actress i think she was great up until this episode her in like full demon possession mode just like I hated it. I hated everything about it. I thought the performance was just not believable, like whatsoever. Like you go to, you look back at the daughter being possessed, totally bought that fantastic performance. It just, maybe just because it was like an adult woman doing it, it just like did not work for me like are you whatsoever? talking about the
1: parts where she's physically like growling and shit or the parts where she's walking around saying like i'm gonna the win, part bitch?
4: where she's the part where she's like walking around yeah oh, being like, she's all, like sassy yeah 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 just did i just didn't like it i didn't buy it i thought it was cheesy i thought i i mean i blame it on her performance honestly i, I think maybe it could have been played better or at least like give her like some so i mean i know she's like transitioning into that demon it just did not work for me at all i did not like it uh I didn't like anything about this episode, honestly. Um, the only, th- yeah, it was like I can't even think of anything I liked. Like I was just so cringing every time Gina Davis was on scene doing her her possession okay, stuff. Enough. I just I didn't like it. I'm sorry. Okay, but I will
2: say, like I kind of thought some of that when she would talk. But I'm like the de- when he's not around the other demons, when he's around normal people, like he thinks that's how she acts. So he's like acting. So that's why it's like cringy. I think. Like, he doesn't know her. He doesn't know how she is. So he's thinking this is what, like, with the whole her choking her husband, like, about, like, getting sexual and all that stuff. Like, he, anyway, whatever. I'm not, I'm not gonna, it's fine. Uh,
1: I'm with, I'm with Joe on it, man. Like, she was kind of, she wasn't kind of corny. She was super corny, you know? And, yeah. I. You know what I would have liked better if they would have shown, like, shown that it was Reagan, there that the people saw but then had the demon actor take over that role and have him playing it I think that would have been cooler
0: yeah I think that I think that's what it was it was Pazuzu really doing all the talking right but I would have
1: preferred to see that
0: him seeing there yeah
1: yeah on screen yeah
0: but I get it because that's what they were seeing right so it would have been confusing if it was him and I think to most of the audience I I did like all the nuns getting like just whooped and that's just all killed Uh, i thought it was a sad scene for marcus and everything as he's finding all his friends dead and stuff everyone who helped him throughout the series are pretty much dead so i thought that was really cool
1: tomas comes in like a badass though
0: yeah at the end uh setting up episode 10 the uh, season finale three rooms uh tomas confronts angela but is immediately dispatched and sent into his uh into a dream of him and marcus in the house he grew up in as he's confronted with his past meanwhile angela torments and plays games with her family Uh, Simon has Bennett and Marcus tied up. He slits their wrists and gives them the choice to die or accept the ash demon. He leaves and Maria is chosen to receive the demon. Marcus breaks free and escapes. Tomas breaks free from his dream and performs a familiar exorcism on Angela, which is uh, the power of Christ compels you, basically. Uh, Angela, the real one, fights the demon in her mind. They defeat him with the help of the family. Simon goes to the parade to kill the Pope, but Marcus stops him and kills him with the crucifix. Everyone's ira... Uh, eyes start bleeding at the parade. Marcus and Tomas decide to partner up to become full, full-time full exorcists with Marcus, teaching Tomas. Maria and the police chief hatch a new plan to finish their demon work. The Rance uh, family live happily ever after in Canada, with Angela in a wheelchair.
1: Some plot holes in this one, guys. <laughs> Marcus kills a man in the middle of the street, and doesn't go to jail. <laughs> While well, he's um, going after the Pope, so... I, yeah.
4: That's <laughs> yeah. that's true. He was defending the Pope, which I yeah. don't know if that's like okay, like a good enough reason, but
1: And why, did, I mean... why didn't the Pope like give him his powers back like at the end? Like thank you, my son, and blah blah blah. The
0: Pope didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he was... <laughs> He's just like <laughs> he what was... the fuck is this?
4: He He's lost. like, I'm just trying
0: to get some hot dogs. What <laughs> the <a> frick? <fright.">
1: right.
4: <laughs> Um, I thought this this was a better episode than episode 10 because I, I actually really liked the Angela being locked in the room like with the or Reagan, whatever you want to call her, um, being locked in the room with the demon and seeing like her and the demon kind of going back and forth like in the like alternate universe and um, Tomas comes in like a badass at the end, to you know, perform the exorcism and, you know, I liked, you know, like Angela kind of went more into like full demon mode in this one, which was like a little cooler. For sure. I just did not like the whole Templar, whatever the fuck you want to call them, like, uh, you know, cult thing still going yes. on there. I just, that was the worst part of the show for me. I just did not like that. It was just too corny for me. Um, But I, I did like it. Uh, and then it's just like, I don't, I just don't know. I just think they just played it too safe with the ending. Like, just if you're going to kill, like, you know, everyone off, like, you might as well just kill Reagan too, right? Like, she snaps her back. Just like let her die let her be the savior for her family at that point um do something to just not make it so like cookie cutter and safe at the end um so yeah that was my thoughts
1: you know what my biggest problem was every demon said maria wasn't wasn't like worthy right even the lead demon and then she's okay never mind she is worthy i was like okay that's convenient.
0: <laughs> I, I think it's because uh all the other ones were either dead or gone so Is it almost chose her out of like necessity. He's like, damn it. Because she's also the one who continues this going into season two, right? That's what they tease. Uh... Uh, So the demon picked her knowing that her power is the only chance the demon has of kind of completing their work. Does season
1: two end or is it a cliffhanger? Or is it?
0: Uh, It it has a pretty good ending, but apparently, and I was going to say this in the post uh, episode notes, that season three was going to lead into Exorcist 3 and have those plot points tie into season three That'd been cool. uh, as that a finale been cool, and that was yeah. supposed to be the last season so it sucks that we never got it and probably fox always
1: felt. does that shit yeah
0: um
1: yeah so overall what you guys think i think it should have ended at episode eight i think they went a little bit too long
4: yeah i so i think the first seven and a half episodes were fantastic like I, and i was really loving the show and then it just like all just kind of fell apart for me towards the end there. Um. You know, I still think it's, like, a decent enough show. Like, it's, a, it's a, it's like, an okay, like, one-time watch or something. Not something I would ever really care to revisit or anything like that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was okay.
1: Uh, no, I liked it a lot. Um, there was some problems with it. I'm going to watch season two for sure. I wanted more bro stuff with Marcus and Tomas. I think that was a strong point. Ray uh, Jeannie Davis acting was a little bit spotty, but I thought it overall was pretty good.
2: I will also be watching season two um I would recommend checking out season one um some of the spots and the things that Joe has said and Todd has agreed with I can kind of see too but it wasn't awful, okay? No, no,
4: it it certainly was not awful. I I will say that. Like, yeah, I was harsh. I was harsh on it, but the, the at the end of the day, it is a network TV show on Fox, exactly. so I am I, I am probably being a little too harsh on it. Um, I, I and honestly, I blame the writing a lot, honestly. But it, you know, it is network television, so. I know they do have to play it a little safer. I mean, had this show been on like HBO or something like that, like I know, I think me and Steve had talked about that. Um, I I think it probably would have been an amazing show, you know, instead it just like kind of falls to being an an okay show, but I I do agree. Uh, I think Todd's or I think we all kind of agree. Marcus and Tomas are just a plus on this show. Fantastic characters. I, I loved most of the time they were, they were on screen. It was just everyone else is where I started having problems, but I have, I have nothing bad to say about Marcus and
1: Tomas. I, I loved them. Steve, third time around, better or worse. Same for you. Uh,
0: different. Uh, I, I would say it, pro- my score is probably a little bit lower uh, if I'm like looking at the points more, but there are things I noticed, which I'll, I'll go quickly into it. Uh, Marcus was basically father Marin. You know, he had the hat, the jacket, uh, you saw him in Silhouette a, a few times throughout the episode. He's just a younger version of that character. Tomás was basically Father Karras. I mean, I, I forget which character. I think it's Chris McNeil that says, basically, uh, you remind me a lot of Father Karras. And even when he goes to work out, he's wearing the same gray sweats that Father Karras wore in The Exorcist when he works out. Um, and Cassie is basically Reagan. She, uh, she pukes the green pea soup. She pees on the floor. Uh, when she's at the hospital, she has, like, the nose sticker uh, the same way Reagan did, she does the spider walk. She says, What an excellent day for an exorcism! Uh, there are so many hints towards her basically being Reagan. And something that I noticed is Reagan or Angela, she knows right away that it's a demon, like without any explanation. In episode one, she's like, Yeah, I think my daughter's possessed. So there's no other way for her to know that other than. She's been through it before. And they really dropped a a few really subtle hints throughout the first three or four episodes that point towards her having been through this before. And that was a super interesting thing. I think uh, one of the weird things, I don't know if it was like this on Hulu, but it was on Netflix. uh, There were no subtitles. So when they speak a different language,
1: they don't put the fucking... uh, we, got Eng- we got english subtitles for hulu yeah okay. we got
4: we got some there were a couple times there weren't subtitles um but the 90 percent of the time
0: there was okay so it, on netflix they don't <laughs> um now thankfully i speak french so i understood some of it when um some of the priests were talking to each other i could understand that part of it but when they were speaking spanish i thought at first oh it's not important but then it just went on and on i'm like what the fuck so i'd, I'd had have to, have to manually go on to turn on the subtitles <laughs> which was interesting Uh, I think the the reasons the show ended up getting cancelled is, one, it should have been on fucking HBO or Netflix, and two, they did the opposite problem of Dr. Sleep. So Dr. Sleep, they promoted it as a sequel to The Shining, but the name didn't have it, so no one knew it was a sequel to The Shining. This one, everyone knew it was called The Exorcist, but they didn't promote it as as a sequel to The Exorcist, so it's almost like they did the opposite problem, which I think both heard it and helped it i think it helped it because it had word of mouth but it hurt it because people didn't watch it thinking it was just another like spin-off so yeah there's and the the time slot kept moving which was terrible at the time yeah so.
4: I, I will say without that twist in episode five though i i think the show goes down even more for me like that twist like really was great like it, yeah
0: it, it,
3: yeah but so they're leading think, up
0: to that twist too right it was, right like, yeah yeah totally yeah. Um, and like I said uh, before, I don't know if I said this episode. But I said in the past, season one I liked a lot more. Uh, season two is good. It's not great, uh, but it does have a lot more Marcus and Tomas on a deeper level. So if you if you like that aspect of this, I would recommend watching it. But uh, it's more, it's like bigger in season two. There's a lot of characters and stuff like that. So watch it, but don't expect too much.
1: I would say. I'm watching it.
0: Yeah. Do right, you guys want to rate it before we go? joe
4: yeah um yeah like i said great first eight episode or seven and a half episodes then it started to go downhill for me still an okay watch uh i'm gonna give it a six
2: okay um i liked it um yeah it had its issues or whatever but i feel like it's one it's one step closer to um a horror movie being turned into a tv show that doesn't immediately get canceled so i feel like it's it's made more progress than any other show out there. Um, So I'm going to give it a 7.2.
1: All right. um, The positives outweigh the negatives for, for sure. I side with Sam on that, that it's closest to the horror movies you can get, especially on network TV. So I'm going to give it a seven and a half.
0: And I I liked it a lot more than you guys. Uh, You know, A, this is, the best sequel that we have to the exorcist now i love exorcist 3 but it's not there's not much into the the reagan story uh as and because harry heretic was fucking terrible so this this was like the best sequel to reagan story so i like that uh there are not a lot of great horror tv shows so it's one of the best in my opinion Uh, i give an 8.5 like it's not perfect or anything but i really fucking enjoyed it Mm mm-hmm
1: well, four years coming, Steve, so... Yeah. I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad I watched
0: it. <laughs> I'm, yeah, too. I'm glad I watched I'm glad. it, too. I'm glad, I, I'm I just glad you too. guys didn't know the spoiler. Like, I'm, I'm shocked yeah. <laughs> you guys didn't find out that this I'm was a so sequel. I'm so glad
2: I didn't. Yeah, I'm glad I
0: didn't either. Definitely.
2: And I feel like maybe real quick, that's why they didn't really promote it as a sequel, because it just... If I would have known, it would have been too easy, and then I would have been waiting for that, and it just wouldn't have had the same impact. So Definitely. maybe it's like a double... Double-edged knife, or whatever that saying is.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. The Exorcist done. Uh, yes. Next week, are we doing Willy's Wonderland, Joe, or you want to do your birthday? So,
4: no. I mean, I think let's do Willy's Wonderland. Um, because we have an interview with the director. So,
0: yep. yeah, one of my favorites we've ever done. Like, he's so fucking cool. That guy. Yep.
4: Yep. Kevin. Kevin Lewis is his name, and he was fantastic, and a lot of great stuff. And I mean, how can you? argue us not reviewing nicholas cage fighting <laughs> animatronics so and it's available to vod guys for you guys to watch so all right bye all right bye guys bye. Bye.
3: like that? Intensely. But wouldn't that drive you out of Reagan? It would bring Mm -hmm. us together. You and Reagan? You and us.